Ron and Fez. The Ron and Fez Show, the radio version of being pistol-whipped. Coming up on the next Ron and Fez Show, we ruin the reputations of some nice Catholic girls. Then it's Animal Wars, a cobra versus Kelly Ripper. The Ron and Fez Show, slowly move away from your radio. Sirius 197, XM202, the virus. The Ron and Fez Show starts right now. Hey, everybody, it is the Ron and Fez Show, and we start right now. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. The Ron and Fez Show on a big weekday as we look for your... Ichiban. Ichiban, of course, is an Asian word. That means Dave used to say it. All right, uh, just pick up the phone, give us a call. And here is Mike in Minnesota. Mike, what is your... Hey there, Ronnie B. My Ichiban is Linda McMahon, big, big winner in last night's Connecticut primary. She is the Republican uh, winner last night. They claim $22 million of McMahon money went in for a primary you know, congratulations to her. But again, how are regular people ever supposed to run for the Senate anymore when $22 million goes into the primary? Fez, how is she uh, looking uh, for when this thing goes down? She probably has a really good chance against the Democratic nominee. Any polls on this yet? Um, I haven't seen any. I think the Democratic nominee was slightly ahead, but not by much. Uh-huh. And he was the guy, he's the attorney general in Connecticut, who um, they said lied about his service in Vietnam. Or at least didn't correct people about his service. His name is Sergeant Slaughter. I really used to like him a lot, but mm-hmm. he's changed a lot since the war with Iraq. Um but what are we, at the point, Fezzi, only rich people can be uh, in government? Or is that even, maybe that's not a bad thing? Yeah, well, I mean, it's weird because she keeps running as a businesswoman, but she doesn't want to talk about her business in interviews. The business is doing well, my friend. It's called the WWE. Maybe you've heard of it. It's she, all over the world. She says it's just a soap opera. Pay no attention to it. But it is a successful business. What, what, is, what are you saying she's dodging here? She's dodging the fact that, you know, so many people in her employ have passed away over oh, the years. Please. That's what she's dodging. Please. Um, and you said that you were a wrestling fan all these years, and now you're saying that she's responsible for everyone, as you put it, who passed away. Here's what I would do if I was her in the general election. Who's she running against? Um, I'm not. I'll get his name. All right. So anyway, whatever the guy's name is, I would say I was doing a debate against him. And then when uh, he came out, I would have hired Sky Low Low or some little uh, midget to come running out all dressed as him. (laughs) 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Let's go over here to Sean in Georgia. Sean, what's your... Hey, Ronnie. The uh, last polls I saw, the Democratic nominee was leading her by about 20 points. All right, now Fez called it slight. 20 points slight to you, big man? Well, uh, it's a little bigger than slight. Uh, and your other part of it, I don't know how you could pull Linda McMahon into what's ever happened to, you know, some of the sad things that happened to uh, some of the wrestlers there. How would that be Linda McMahon's fault, Fez? 
Well, it's, you know, do you take care of your employees? You're talking about getting jobs for people. Not when they go home. You don't want you to. It's not up to her to take care of when they get home. And some of those guys aren't even employees anymore. Yeah, and they're not getting a pension plan either. A pension plan for what? Retired from wrestling? Yeah, after putting in years with the company. So when would you retire as a wrestler? Um, basically, I guess when you get down to when you're starting to job. Okay, when you're starting to job, then you've made your pension plan. What about the guys who come in jobbing? Well, I guess after 10 years, you would get... All right, so 10 years, you start to job, and then you get on the pension plan. Brooklyn Bro is fucked. Uh, I don't know how uh, those guys never got their own little association or union. Um, uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Dave in Maryland wants another uh, one lined up here. Dave, Dave, uh, you're going to make a second correction to the story. Yeah, hey, buddies. Yeah. Hey, actually, uh, she's running against that guy, Sidney Blumenthal. And yeah. she's, they did a poll this morning, 10 points. And she's actually pulling close. All right, so it's swinging back and forth. And here's what I, exactly I think. That if everybody starts to clap and stomp their feet, Linda McMahon's going to pick up more and more strength and start being able to do this thing. Fez Watley, after all these years, heavy union man. Spent a lifetime in the Republican Party, union man. You know what I like about you, Fez? What's that? Consistency. It is a beautiful thing. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Jeff, you're a runner, Fez. Hey, yeah, I always hate this fake nostalgia idea that, you know, poor people at one point can run. This country's always been run by rich people. And in fact, back in the 19th, was in the 1970s when they finally repealed the poll tax? I mean, you know, you had to be rich to vote in this country. Well, one of the uh, places, too, where only rich people can vote, The Apprentice. I noticed at the end of that, everybody who's picking makes a lot of money. And I don't know why uh, Trump doesn't do what all the other shows do. You call us. Poll lines are open. And then when the people uh, are trying to get picked, they have to put their finger up on whatever their last uh, number is. Five. Four. Four. And they just make that four over. And then some of the kids on American Idol will make the doggy please sign where they start begging like a doggy. I think when when they're holding up the fingers uh, for the numbers, you really have to be careful. Like if you're doing seven, don't use the index finger and the thumb. I good think call, it, Fezzy. It throws people off. Use your index finger and your middle finger, people. That looks more like a seven. The thumb, You do the index finger and the thumb, the thumb just goes off on its own direction. You don't even see it. Fezzy? Yes? Think you spent enough time on this one? Okay. I, you know, I mean, I know... Uh, nobody likes the reality more than you do. Sure. You're a big fan. and But you just really got into some voting thing from last year's American Idol that I'm not sure. All right. Uh, more Ichibans. And this way you can tell your friends and neighbors, hey, I was on the radio today doing an Ichiban. I was really fucking great. Uh, here is Joe. Joe, you're on the Run of Fest show. Good morning, buddies. Hey, how are you, Joe? Ichiban for you. I have to go to Chicago tomorrow on business, and I am very proud to announce I will be enjoying my first 
Ron Bennington at Molly's. Well, I will tell you this. Molly's, uh, since the Food Network, uh, have been swamped, and the girls have been very much enjoying the Sleeves song. The Sleeves song has gone very uh, over big. So don't just ask to put on the sunglasses and um, get yourself a Ron Bennington, but also say, I want to hear the Sleeves song. In the chocolate underground, I found a butterfinger buried. Butterscotch and nosh and peanut butter all were married. Molly's cup, cakes won the cupcake wars. Now you can eat your Ronnie B and listen more. If you sink into the frosting of this sinful culinary, delicious butter cup of cake, you'll be forever merry. Molly's cup, cakes won the cupcake wars. Eat the winning Ronnie B and listen to his show. That's a delicious cupcake. Yeah, I don't understand the uh, the last line. But the girls are starting to uh, get them. Say, I want to hear the song. <coughs> I don't want the girls <coughs> to stand in the line and start to sing it to me. They just love Donut there at Molly's. All right, uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ for your... Let's go over here to Plump, Connecticut. You're on my Fez. Hey, Ronnie B. Fez, I just want to ask you something, man. I love you so much. I really do. Dude, do you know what an independent contractor is? When is that man's not responsible for anything? I'm a private chef, man. I know Ronnie's got two radio shows. But I, want to I got my two of them. Pay for my insurance. Yes, but you have a situation where people that were working for you, independent or not, are dying left and right. You would think someone would want to step in and do something, not just use them up and spit them out. But it's not someone else's responsibility to take care of you all the time. At some point, you got to stand up to care of yourself. But it's in the course of working for Linda McMahon that no, they're, they're getting her, that they're getting these injuries. Fancy, they're independent contractors. They don't freaking. The contract is with Linda McMahon. No, with the WWE. But nonetheless, it still doesn't think that the WWE should pay for their insurance. This is such a Linda McMahon thing here. Of no, it's the WWE. It's not me. But I'm a great businesswoman. I built an empire. Right, but let's suppose you know again. What he's bringing up with independent contractors is like that person is supposedly their own business. You know what I mean? Where it's like Hulk Hogan Incorporated. He's his own business. He, that's the deal that he signed with the WWE. Rather than being a, an employee of the way, let's say, Pepper Hicks is employee here, where he shows up every morning and he has a boss. But also for the longest time, WWE, the only show in town, where that's the only place you're going to find that kind of work, if that's your skill. That's not true at all. There's places all over to wrestle, just not at the same level that they're paying. But there's places that you could go out and wrestle all over the world. They just don't happen to pay as much and give you the same heat and notice that the WWE does. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Let's go over here to Alex. Alex, you have a... Let me do Ronnie B. Yeah. Uh, regional tournaments for uh, Little League World Series winding down now. Right now, New Hampshire versus Vermont playing uh, Nesson up in uh, New England and uh, coming up at 1 at 1 p.m. Southboro, Massachusetts versus Fairfield, Connecticut. Let's go Southboro. I don't know. I'm pulling for Fairfield this year. They got an 11 year old that I care about quite a bit. Uh, Little League World Series, this is always Davy Mack's time of the year. Uh, he never got over his peak, uh, which he now claims he hit seven home runs. I don't remember him saying that many before. 
But he now claims uh, he had seven dingers, including two walk-offs. Wait, two walk-offs now? Yeah. Well, what happens is the legend gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Drunker. He actually told me that uh, he had hands the size of beer kegs as a 12-year-old. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Looking for your Ichibans. Hey, Paul, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. I just wanted to call in and say that Louie killed it again last night. I laughed my ass off the whole time. Every single week he's been killing. And last week... Yeah, last week. When I got through that barrel of water out the window, I almost died. By the way, who was that kid? I recognize him from some movie, but it's been fucking haunting me like a ghost. I, I don't know who, who he was. He was kid. really strong. And the thing where the chick was just sleeping on the bed, and fuck, he was just, <laughs> he's killing it. The dog, the dog uh, turned into a different dog. Being a different dog, yeah. <laughs> All right, peace. Louis C.K., of course, uh... I don't know how long the season is, and I don't know how many episodes we've been through, but it is now my uh, favorite show on TV. And what's not an easy thing for me to throw out there, Fess? Um, here is uh, Mark. Mark, Philly, what is your... Uh, Fezzi, I love you. I, I just want to make a, a quick comment on the uh, on, on the whole independent contractor. See, the, the thing, Fezzi, is is it's understood in their contract that they're not going to be getting these features. So, so if if uh, if they didn't want the the pension, that that would have been negotiated down. They would have received less pay. I mean, it's part part of the negotiation. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I think it's just a specialized situation. Well, what's that mean? Where nobody else is doing this kind of business. What kind of business? Re prof uh, professional wrestling. No, there's a lot of people doing that kind of business. Uh, and the McMahons uh, rose to the top with it. Uh, but has there ever been any precedent when any other league has paid pensions in the history of the sport? No, it's never happened. Whereas any place that they were considered you know, regular employees and not independent contractors? Um, I'm not sure about that. I don't think so. So at some point, you would think these independent contractors would start their so own association. And they never have. All the years. Mainly because I think these fucking guys personally like the short money. Um, hold on. Here's uh, Greg Hoboken has an update for me. Go ahead, Greg. Hey, what's going on, Ronnie? I just wanted to let you know that guy on Louie last night was in that movie, Away We Go. He was the hippie guy married to Maggie Gyllenhaal, and they were all weird. Remember the John Krasinski movie where they're trying to have a baby and they travel over? Oh, yeah. All right. Good call on that. I did see that stupid fucking movie. Yeah, all right. Nice. Very nice. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Dan, Connecticut. You're on Fez. Yeah, uh, for I was just kind of thinking, it seems crazy to me that these guys who make more fame and fortune than most other people you'll ever meet and get to do their dream job uh, for 10 years of work need to be paid for the rest of their lives as pension. Like, they, they choose to do this. They know the risks. Why are they suddenly obligated for these evil McMahons to pay them forever? Well, I mean, I don't think any other business where people are dying in their 40s would... Uh, 
would uh, this would be looked the other way. Fez, you've been around wrestlers a lot, right? Mm-hmm. What happens after the fucking uh, matches? What does what does everybody do? They go out drinking. Right. Every single night, right? Mm-hmm. So they're traveling and drinking. I don't know if you can blame everything on fucking wrestling. It's like blaming rock and roll on the fact that a lot of fucking guys get fucked up. I don't know. If they're that fixated on this, why aren't they pulling this together themselves? There's plenty of them. There's plenty of them to say, hey, should we either combine some money and try to put some kind of retirement program together? Should we try to get... The... But instead, they're just out fucking nailing drinks and walking around wearing luchador masks at night. Um, I don't know, uh, as we, as the outsiders, should be saying, oh, here's what you independent contractors should do, and here's what the McMahon should do. We're not in their business. It seems like one of them would have brought it up themselves. Um, here's Pete. Pete, you're on the Running Fez show. Yeah, Fez. You think she has integrity, Fez? I don't know about her. I don't think so. Yeah. I think you're just mad because it's a woman, Fez. You're just jealous. <laughs> what, of her pantsuits? I don't think so. Where, where's this anger coming from, though? It, it comes from the fact that their product is so watered down now since she started running for Senate. And since she won the primary, it's just going to stay that way. Where it's gone beyond silly. They used to try to have some sort of credibility for it. It was years of built up on... Uh, not giving away that this was fake, and now she is running to any reporter she can find to say that it's fake. Um, and for 15 years, they've been using the term sports entertainment, at least, maybe 20 years. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody's known that this stuff has worked out. There's no one left. The traditions are just left. going out the window. But it has nothing to do with this. The traditions went out the window in the same way that, you know, you don't tell people a movie is 100% real. Um, and again, Fuzzy, uh, you never had all these complaints before about this stuff until now. You were the protector of wrestling for a long time, but something changed in you. Uh, John, in North Carolina, you're on Hey, buddies. Yeah. Listen, fellas, I'm, I'm in the drilling and blasting business in the mines, surface, and underground, and we have about 30 fatalities a year in our industry for the last 30 years. It's just personal responsibility, personal safety, and it's all up to you to keep yourself healthy and alive. It's not uh, up to mine owners and the people uh, that employ to make sure that all the safety precautions are there? Yes, they tell you, but it's up to you to follow the rules. Fuzzy, these guys aren't exactly dying in the ring. The guys that you're talking about have been out of the business for 10, 15 years sometimes. Then they OD, and then you get bad at, mad at the company that they worked for 15 years earlier. Yeah, where uh, probably their addiction started. By who? By that and, and their injuries. But, so, but here's the thing. Can you blame Keith Richards' addictions on rock and roll? No. But how is that any fucking different? You know, you're who how is your boss supposed to watch your fucking drug intake that you get from your own doctor? Not his doctor. Who's supposed to be running this show? 866 
Ron Zero Fez, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Joe and Queens, you're on Ron Fez. Yeah, Ronnie, we knew this stuff was fake back in the days of Haystacks Calhoun. That had to be 40 years ago, Argentina, Apollo. I mean... Uh, well, why leave Tony Gurria out of this? Why, why wouldn't you bring up Haystacks' great partner, Tony Gurria? Um, Fez, you're, you're fighting on a couple fronts here. Number one... You say that you want these guys to have better working conditions long after they leave. You want them to get a pension. And then it comes down to you're not happy that the product is watered down. Exactly. That's what that's what really started to piss me off about this. So you were mad at that. So while she's running for election, you, you blame her on the radio of people's deaths as if she's somehow responsible, even though they haven't been you know near her in 15 years. Right. And, right. <laughs> and she dodges the questions. There's no question to dodge. You're dodging the questions. How is the product watered down? Because now it's not. You, you see Cedric the Entertainer in a mask wrestling in a main event. So it's is not. What, what is it that you're not getting used to? It's just. It's gone beyond silly anymore. What was it before? It was. It was intense. It was hardcore. Okay. So your complaint now is that they've made it safer working conditions. You can't have it both ways. You can have it one way or the other. Hey, we're hardcore, we're crazy, we're going to live fast and die young. Or safety first. There's no reason to put these guys' body on the line. You can't have it both ways. So you pick one, and off you go with it. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, let's go over here to um, Bill, Georgia. You're on my face. Hey, Ronnie, I'm an independent contractor, and in the office where I work at, on the bathroom mirror, there's a sign that says, you are looking at the person most responsible for your safety. Uh, let's go over here to Luke. Luke, you're on the Ron Fez show. Fez, you act like these guys have only worked for WWE. Uh, a lot of these guys that have passed away worked for a lot of different organizations. And, Ron, you stole my thunder a little bit by saying, why should the WWE be at fault now? Because they're trying to make a safer environment for their workers. The ECW, which was the king of hardcore wrestling, they just brought some guys back in TNA from ECW. Fez, some of these guys couldn't even walk. I mean, it's 20 years from now. Do you want these guys to be able to walk? Or for your entertainment, do you want them to be in a wheelchair? I a mean, safer environment doesn't include a MacGyver showing up with a, a blowing up a wrestler out of his no. wrestling boots. Wouldn't you want your show to reach a wide audience instead of just a niche audience? Why do you think they're doing this? Why do so you Linda can get elected to the Senate. Oh, so they're bringing in actors so she can get elected to the Senate. You have yes. no idea what they're doing it for. It is so they can reach a wider audience. Their audience is growing, Fez. They're not leaving the product because they're bringing in more stars from Hollywood. They're getting more of an audience. Their attendance is up. Pay-per-view numbers right now are a little flat, but you can blame mm -hmm. it on the economy. I don't think you can blame it because Cedric the Entertainer appeared on Monday Night Raw. Fez, maybe it's for this. It's kind of a children's product. And then when you were a little kid, you used to like saying the... People bringing, I don't know, fucking birds or elephants or snakes or whatever they were doing. Sure. I mean, it wasn't exactly sophisticated stuff then. And that's who they're trying to reconnect with. Little kids. 
little kids, I don't know if little kids are, and their parents want them to sit there and watch hardcore. Remember they were going through this problem a couple years ago where the kids were throwing each other through the table? Oh, hell yeah. Backyard her, wrestling pulled the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, they had to fucking, and he had to take a responsible position and say, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to go back to give the little kids this fucking heroes and villains silly little cartoon show. Uh, eight six six run zero fez eight six six run zero fez. Mike, you're my fez. Hey, fezzy. These guys are dying from you dying so young because of illegal drug and steroid use, not because they're getting dropped on their head and they have no medical coverage. Where's unless, the drug testing then? Last I checked, doesn't the WWE offer free rehab to anybody that's wrestled for them? I believe so, but where's the drug testing? Someone's gonna. Uh, did they, did they just pop people not too long right. ago for a bunch for, of people for steroids? Yeah, I mean, we just sat around and talked about this. These guys are independent contractors. You want independent people to be drug tested? It's their own fucking thing. If you say to yourself, I'm going to take the shortcuts, right, to get my fucking career going by taking steroids, I don't know how. It seemed like it would be a little fucking hard to blame other people for it. And again, I don't care. For me, this is like sitting around fucking complaining about where cartoons better in the 70s than they are today. It's, it's up to the little kids to decide what they want to watch. I don't understand how they go watch a, a fucking cheeseburger arguing with uh, some fries. And I see them laughing at it. I'm like, oh, get yourself some Yogi and Boo Boo. Well, you're going to end up sounding like blowhard like that. Helps me high. I guess, but everything does. But what did we learn last night from Louie? You can't sit there in front of a motor bong the whole week. You got to get out there. Uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, let's head on over here to uh, Hosp. Hosp. How are you, buddy? Hey, honey. I'm doing good. Uh, just a couple points. Uh, after the Chris Benoit situation... The WWE did institute a wellness program where they do do drug testing. Uh, there's a three-strike program. Uh, first strike is, I believe, a 30-day suspension. Uh, second strike, they're offered to go to rehab. And the third strike, they're terminated. And uh, most recent case where this was an issue, uh, the wrestler Umaga uh, was offered rehab when he got caught a second time, decided to leave the company instead, and three weeks later died of a heart attack. So they are trying to look out for their wrestlers, even though they are independent contractors. Yeah, after a murder-suicide. That's what it came down to. It, it took a little kid being killed before something was finally done. And who's re who, who? And Linda McMahon was responsible for that? If Chris Benoit had the brain damage, they were saying, right. something should have been done. Someone should have intervened. Well, why didn't you? He, he, he did I didn't know he had brain damage. Neither did Linda McMahon. Should have been tested. He wrestled for 15 years before ever being in the WWE. Is it their responsibility or the choices he made up to that point? He was representing their company at that point. I don't know where all this hate has come from. Or why you don't want this woman to be uh, not only elected to the Senate, but you're like accusing her now of murder. Like she's somehow responsible for a little kid's death. You don't think this is starting to sound cuckoo? I don't think so. No? No. Mm-mm. You haven't cringed after some of the things that you said? Yes, I have. 
All right, I don't know which way we're going with it. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Here's David, Tennessee. Hey, Ronnie B. Yeah. Hey, uh, I wonder what, back when it was real, when uh, Jerry Lawler slapped uh, Andy Kaufman off of David Letterman's chair, does Fez, was Fez jumping up and down hollering about that? <laughs> How did you feel when that happened, Fez? I, th I, I thought it was very cool. I like Jerry the King Lawler. I was a fan of that. That's the same way the kids feel now. They can't fucking believe that their wrestlers are interacting with Hollywood people. I don't care, Fez, but I don't want it. That was kept in some sort of sense of reality. Not MacGruber in the ring of we've got to stop a bomb. Dan in Minnesota, you're a Fez. Dan. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. Um, you know, with the WWE's supposed increased popularity... It's certainly not showing in the ratings as they drop lower and lower each week uh, due to the just due to the stuff that they're putting on the TV. People aren't watching as much. That may be 100% true. I don't know. I don't know what the ratings is. But none of that, I don't think, has to do with whether Linda McMahon should be able to represent the people of Connecticut or not. That somehow you wanted this stopped, Fez? Yeah, I was hoping she would have lost last night. And I think if she would have lost, they would have gone back to their old product. Um, Mick, in Missouri, you're on Fez. Yeah, how you doing, guys? Yeah. Fezzy, I got a question. Is it XM Sirius' responsibility to intervene on your behalf because of your brain damage and the fact that you're killing yourself slowly? How am I killing myself? Fez, you're killing yourself because you're ha having all these problems and you're doing really little or nothing to help yourself except keep going to different psychologists or psychiatrists oh i'm not doing anything but, to help myself but i'm going to psychologists and therapists okay but 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 here here's his fucking point fez who's in charge of you me right why do you get this thing when you don't think the wrestlers deserve it there becomes a responsibility when you say i'm in charge of myself it's you can't have this comfort of being mothered all the time by either large corporations or the government if you want the freedom. They don't both go hand in hand. Now, how many times have I said to you, maybe we we ought to fucking clip this thing that we're doing? Plenty. And what did you say to me every time? I always say no. I'm going to get better. But then I get emails from people. Holding me fucking responsible, doing the same exact thing of, you know it's wrong to leave Fez in there. You know this isn't healthy for him. And I don't think it is healthy for you, but at the same time, who am I, after I've known you my whole adult life, to tell you, no, you shouldn't be in here with me? I can only give my opinion to you. You know, uh, is it really fucking right for me to fucking overshadow what you want to do and say, no, I know more than you? I don't know what's right, to tell you the truth. But you can't sit around and say, I want to do what I want to do. And then, then the next time, well, it's everybody else's fucking fault. I go through this with fucking guys that, you know, uh, think they want to fucking kick. Where they come to me and they go, oh, Jesus Christ, you know, you got fucking clean. I'm not fucking clean. I really want to do it. And they're on it for a little while. And as soon as they get back into the life, as soon as they start fucking partying again, they're like, don't fucking bring your fucking shit around. And I'm like, dude, you're the one who fucking came to me. Now you're telling me you can fucking, you know, get high? 
But before you're on the fucking phone, worried and crying, and I don't want to ruin my family, you know. At the, it always becomes somebody else's fucking scene. Good, fuck it. Go do whatever you want. But then you can't come around crying, oh, no one's there for me. Um, all these people that are on these fucking pills that they're getting from doctors, there's ways off of that. There is ways to get off of that. Um, and literally, there's tons of places that you can go in the United States where people go, good, I'm glad you came here. I'm glad you're looking for help. Uh, here's Sean. Sean in Pittsburgh. You're on the Run of Face show. Hey, Fez. I'm um, just listening to this. It's kind of disheartening. It seems like wrestling was your last passion of you know happiness and enjoyment. Is there anything you, you like or get enjoyment out of any, anymore at all? Well, ba- I'm being serious. Basically, I have repla- I've replaced it now this summer with Big Brother. Okay. So I just right. don't watch the wrestling anymore. Okay. I guess uh, I guess that answers it. Uh, Kevin, you're on the run of Fez. Yeah, I was just wanting to call on uh, Tail Fez. Uh, I'm right there with you, man. I, I haven't watched uh, WWE since Benoit died and I, that whole deal. Uh, WWE needs to go back to the NWA days with Ric Flair and Tully Blanchard. That kind of guys uh, is a lot more interesting back then than it is now. It's it's just it's boring and it's. But Kevin, uh, at the same time, was it more interesting because you were a kid then? I mean, you're talking I, 25 years ago. It's almost like if if you take a fucking kid now, you take a hipster like our own Chris Stanley. What? And you yell to him, "Stop listening to this shit." Here's Jethro Tull. Just because it meant something to you when you're a kid doesn't mean it's going to mean something to the kids today. This is their time to do all this fucking stupid shit before they finally meet girls. Certainly once you meet chicks, this thing is supposed to take a real big backseat for you. Uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Jason in Florida, you're in Fez. Fezzy. Yes. Is it Elo's fault you had a heart attack? No. Have you been watching your food and making sure, testing your blood and making sure your arteries were clear? No, it wasn't his fault, but I'm not in a physical job either. That's for sure. Don't set these bricks up, Fez. Uh, John, Georgia, you're in my Fez. Hey, Ronnie B. Love you, man. Hey, I was curious about the wrestling thing. So, Fez, if you're pushing on him one day and he comes in and shoots up the whole staff, uh, who's to blame? Is it Fez? Is it you? Is it Sirius XM? Who would you blame, Fez, when you come in here and do your kill shots? I would blame me. I was the one who went out and got the gun. I'm going to tell you something right now. I let you sit right where you are with a gun, point at me, and I still think you'd miss. Uh, let's go over here to Tommy. Tommy, you're on Fez. Hey, what's up, buddies? Hey, uh, Fez, you ever got, uh, you ever watched WWE Classics on Demand? No, it wasn't available to me. Uh, what cable service do you have? I have the Fios now. Oh, it's available on Verizon Fios now. It but is? It's eight bucks a month, 40 hours of programming every month. Because I went looking for it. No, I'm just done with all of it. I'm done. Why don't you watch the classic? Watch the gobbledygooker. Put on some Tatanka late at night. Repo Man. I think I'm Why just... Why are you jacked to the one-man gang? 
Well, maybe after he was Akeem the African Dream. But now I I think I'm just done with it. As long as she's still in the Senate race, I'm done with it. I don't get the connection. I don't get the connection. I get that maybe you don't like the product anymore. And I realize that she's running for fucking the Senate. But then it can't be. I'm so mad at her. She stopped letting guys hurt each other and go hardcore. And now I blame her for deaths. Deaths from 15 years ago. Even though the deaths that went on that have you so sick never made you stop watching your, your product. Um, let's go over here, Todd. Panic in Detroit. You're in Ronnie Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. Ronnie, Mexico, excuse me, wrestling is really big in Mexico. How many Mexican wrestlers have suffered the same fate as the ones up here? I have no idea. Well, according to Fox News, Mexico is filled with all kinds of narco-terrorists. Gotta hate that term. Do you understand what I'm, the, the, the point that I'm trying to make is that... Not at all. Drugs are more prevalent in Mexico as they are up here. The underlying tension that, that seems to go to every corner of this country that we live in is just... That seems to me to be the biggest problem, is that we all act like children that are constantly looking to the government, or Big Brother, there you go, for, uh, somebody, for, for approval. All right, thanks a lot. Well, it always comes down to... We fucking blame the government. We blame the fucking media. We blame large corporations. But who's buying in? We have to buy in. If we don't, they fucking change. They absolutely would have to change. So maybe Fez is doing something strong by not watching his favorite show anymore. But when you get an email that says, I don't like the new Fez, I'm not going to listen. You go making any changes? Um, no, I mean, I'm trying to make changes in my personal life, but I don't... I'm talking about you professional, and I know that you've kind of... Uh, you don't see much difference, do you? Professional uh, Fez and personal Fez, same guy. My life kind of all blends together, yeah. So we'll go back to... So you think that if you get an email... From somebody who goes, I don't like the way you're going, you're too angry, or you're too sad, whatever happened to Funny Fez, you think to yourself, I'll just change something in my personal life. No, I think I try to think, is, do I feel that same way about myself? Right. Do I feel that same way about uh, me on the air? So you feel like you're making the professional changes you need to make? I'm not, no, I don't feel like that, no. How come? Because I'm, I'm, it's just, I'm trying to, but it's just. Don't, don't go there. Don't go there today. It's just not happening the, fast enough. Do the Fez voice, as we talked yesterday. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Let's go over and talk with Chris Stanley. Chris Stanley, what's a that you happen to be holding over there today? Uh, Vladimir Putin is now trying. Well, I think everyone's heard of the crazy fires going on in uh, Russia. Uh -huh. But Putin's now getting into uh, water planes and dumping water on the fucking forest himself because the fires are getting dangerously close to the nukes in Russia. And now they're freaked out that the nukes, the fires might start setting the fucking bases on fire. Wow, that would be uh, that's a fucking movie we didn't even have. 
Wildfires in the nukes. Those are more, more like Red Dawn. Bruckheimer, get here immediately. So he's actually flying the planes himself? Yeah, and there's photo ops and pictures of him in the plane. At some point he has to say, and this is our Independence Day. I'd like to see fucking um, our president get his hands dirty a little bit. Yeah, why doesn't he get fucking clean off some ducks? He was complaining the other day that he's just not able to drive anymore, and sometimes he'll go out to the Secret Service driving range and just take a car out. Would drive you a little crazy sometimes, that fucking thing of never being left alone. Mr. President, how's your shit coming? Just give me fucking two minutes. All right, I'll be right outside the door. Don't. I'm a little gassy, and I'd rather you move down the fucking hall. Want some time, sir? <laughs> Notice you sounded a little like you're, uh, like you're struggling with it. Stool softener? No. It's my lanta? This Putin thing, I think it just ends up embarrassing. I don't think it looks cool to the people. I think it just looks lame. George W. Bush in the flight suit standing on the aircraft carrier with his helmet underneath his arm. It just looks, it looks like someone's playing dress-up. Once you see them in the suit. But Putin's kind of crazy. He also, uh, like, fucking hunting down tigers and shit. And he's like, famously a gangster in charge of a fucking country. He likes to go shirtless a lot. For uh, photo ops. Here's Jim in Atlanta. Hey, Fezzy. Yes. Hey, since you're against uh, the wrestling, does that mean that Ronnie's big-ass night of pizza and wrestling's off? You're not going? We'll just do the pizza. I figured. That'll clog your arteries, and then you'll have to sue XM. Uh, here's uh, Mark in Chicago. Yeah, they're not really scared of the nuclear weapons. It's uh, radiation from the Chernobyl thing. They're worried if that burns up, it'll get in the atmosphere. Oh, God. I would just like to have one fucking peaceful day on the planet uh, uh, Earth. That's all. That's all. Just one peaceful fucking day. Uh, Red, Illinois, you're in Hey, yeah, Ronnie B., what's going on? Uh, I was calling NASCAR is just like wrestling. They're all independent uh, contractors for NASCAR, and they are constantly drug tested all year long Red. during the season. Red, and if just, they're caught doing drugs, they're out. Would you stop making sense? You know this is oh. the crazy talk hour. We're just doing crazy I'm, talk. I'm sorry. Sense has I'm nothing. Sorry. Common sense does not play into the Ron and Fez show. Um, I, and I know WWE has been doing fucking... Testing for years. Now, is it every day? I don't know. But I know they do have a testing policy. Uh, Phil, MPA. Uh, hey, guys. I have an Ichiban for you. Ichiban is going to be right here. Ichiban! So uh, on, on Monday, the uh, Braves were playing the Astros, and there was a, a couple, young couple, probably in their 20s, boyfriend and girlfriend, sitting down on the left field line. And uh, the batter hit it and just drilled a liner right to them. The guy totally got up and ducked out of the way, let it hit his girlfriend. He didn't even, he didn't even you see if the girlfriend was okay. He went after the ball. Yeah, so she think, takes a line drive in the side. And then he actually has the balls because they sent somebody down there. He says he lost it in the lights. <laughs> they lost it in the lights. Um... Well, there's no sense in playing this. 
on the air because it's video. Did you have you watched it? Oh yeah, it's hysterical. Then you can enjoy it, but <laughs> you know you can put it up on two hundred two fronts okay. if you want. But the fact is, it's very hard to watch that on the radio. Uh, but it is fucking hysterical, and the guy is a fucking cock. Uh, Dustin, Mississippi. Hey, man. Uh, Ron, what's up? Yeah. I was uh, calling to uh, kind of go along with Fez a little bit. I think that uh, I think the wrestling is a little watered down now. It's a little more cartoonish. Uh, because of Linda McMahon's run, uh, you know, they want to be a little bit more... Um, a little bit more friendly so she doesn't get attacked by uh, by the liberal side. You know, they want to kind of protect their ass a little bit and uh, make sure, you know, they don't, they don't give them any ammo. All right, thanks. Um, the new Madden is out. I'm looking for spy reports on that as well. Spy report, spy report, spy report. Hickson, I know you've always been a Madden player. Oh, yeah, I love the Madden. Fez, not so much you? No, not a Madden player. Don't play any video games at all. No. Nope. Um, do you need a new Madden every year, Hicks? For the rosters, that's the main thing. That's the problem, Just isn't it? Just get the fucking rosters up. And now there's and now there, there's now fantasy people that they'll draft their own you know team or whatever in the Madden, right, for, to play a season. Uh-huh. And now people are doing fantasy seasons based on their, real, their fake fo- rosters. Do you realize how much game. money... Uh, extra money we all could be making if we just put the same energy into our careers as we do fantasy it's and of scary. course Madden. I know I can't fucking. I hate like when because there's no real difference in having an old Madden game. Some of them I would go so far to say are even better. Yeah, a lot of people just because they change the controls up every year too. They make it more sensitive or whatever. Yeah, but then you're like, well, I don't want the fucking Colts to appear this good. This is fucking wrong. You know, I still have one Madden game where the Bucks are great. Doesn't make sense anymore. It's a ridiculous franchise that, that just makes so much fucking money. No, as well it should. It's been light years ahead of everything else. Is it the best-selling sports game out there? I think so. Tiger Woods Golf is up there too. People really? love that shit. But uh, Madden, I, I would think it has to be the top-selling one. Everyone fucking play. Everyone I know plays Madden. I'm not even a big fan of uh, games that aren't. Uh, sports related i don't want to be in you know first person shooter games they're ridiculous to me but to sit there and play the madden i'm all fucking into it 866 run zero fez 866 run zero fez um here's steven arizona how are you pal hey good how are you ron and big cat i got an ichiban for you all right let me play this a guy named Ron Spedden in uh, Brewster, Mass, a while ago, mm-hmm. had, was eating peas, and a pea went down the wrong pipe and didn't think anything of it. He was coughing a lot, went to the doctor, and the pea had grown into a four-inch plant in his lung, and it collapsed his lung. Um, so he's basically Plant Man. It's almost like he's a superhero. Like Swamp Thing. Oh, that's why I tell you, be so careful when you're sucking peas down in your lungs, because it could grow and collapse your lungs. And you know, for a while, he's been like, man, it's like, fucking lung feels like there's like like a pea pot in it. Oh, you're crazy. No, it doesn't. Feels like there's a beanstalk right in my lung right now. It's not possible. Uh, 
Fez, let's go move over to real sports. Jeff Van Gundy says um, that the Heat is going to break the single season win record, 72 games. Only the Lakers have even a remote shot of beating them in the playoffs. And the Heat will never lose two games in a row. Can anyone beat the Heatles? Um, the Heatles are the biggest thing in sports, any kind of sports. They're the only story. Yeah, but I've also I've seen it in other sport. Uh, I've seen it in football, where like the Washington Redskins really try to stack the deck in free agency, buy up every superstar out you need there. Twenty-two men in fucking football. You need nine uh, on the field in baseball. Only five. Only five. In basketball. Now, not even every team has a superstar, and one team has three. It's a big difference to that game. It's a big difference. Only boxing, I think you could take it down and say one player has more effect on the outcome of the game. Yeah, I'm I'm just not sold on it. It actually seems too good to be true for the Miami Heat. Well, you already see it. You've got three great players uh, playing. You know how many great players the Knicks have? Zero. Zero. And that's market number one. And there's no one out there you can say, oh, this guy has a, a shot. At, you know, this guy has a shot at being a fucking uh, uh, a Hall of Famer. It's pretty fucking amazing. But this is the only story, and it's going to stay like this for a long time, whether he's, oh, Cleveland's unhappy with him. It's time to start looking forward. Who the hell's going to beat these guys? This whole next season is going to be who can beat these guys. Hicks, you ought to just grab yourself a heat shirt now and start wearing it around. I'll rock a jersey. Fuck it. Yeah, you should be. Love uh, LeBron going. Fuck Cleveland. Love LeBron going. <laughs> Look who it is. It's our good friend Bobby the Champ. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah. I got a question for you. I was hoping you could help me out. Yeah. I am going to Utah, Park City, and Salt Lake uh, City uh, next month, and I was wondering if I could get some recommendations, employ the audience to help me out. What are you going out there for? Is, uh, is finally Jersey Shores going to Utah? <laughs> I actually have a wedding, but it's only going to be one night, and then yeah. I'm taking like four days there to just like kind of hang out because I heard it was gorgeous. Yeah, it's very pretty, but like, what kind of stuff are you looking to do? Uh, re restaurants, mostly. Uh, I'm not sure you're going to find good food there. No, huh? There's no. got to be something. I'm telling you, I've been out through Utah before, and we're like, this is really pretty. Let's get out of here. <laughs> so so what should I do then? Uh, why don't you pack uh, some food from home, pack some deli. Uh, but you ever been over to the Yelp thing? No. you got to go on Yelp.com, or here's another good spot that we go to, roadfood.com. Okay. Uh, good, a uh, really good place to do if you travel. Perfect. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna go to. Is and Road Food has a pretty good book, but I don't, I don't know much about Utah foods, Bobby. I'm gonna All tell right. you the truth. Why do you know Mormons get married to each other? No, they're, they're actually ski instructors. Mm, same thing. <laughs> From right, Jersey. Bobby. All right, thanks. Peace. Take take the belt out with you. You are the champ. Go gotcha. carrying the belt. All right. Have a good day, guys. Peace. That's a good man. Bobby the Champ. Bobby the Champ. Uh, 866 Ron Zero Fez. 866 Ron Zero Fez. Let me go over here to Mike in New Haven. How are you? What do you say? 
Hey, uh, great seafood in Salt Lake City. I know it's going to rock your world to imagine that, but a place called Market Street Broiler. It's insane, downtown Salt Lake City. That's... Best seafood from both coasts. I- I'm fucking blown away with this. Be blown, blown away. away. It's unbelievable. Uh, what's the name of the place? Market Street Broiler. The, Market the, the, Street. The, 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 yeah, little chain of restaurants called the Gastronomy Chain. Good Italian, good Mexican, and amazing seafood. I'm, I, went I'm, college, I went to college in Salt Lake City. Don't I'm mean. finding this hard to believe, but I'm going to pass this on to Bobby the Champ. But I will tell you this, uh, Mike. You know, he's an Italian kid, and he's also a food connoisseur. He's got a decent palate. Don't send him to some shitty place and say it's the best if it's not. I, I'm telling you, Ronnie, I know what I'm talking about. Right, I'm going to believe you because you're from Connecticut, and there's good food there. Um, Anthony in Ohio, you're on my first. Yeah, there's a restaurant there on the main strip in Park City called Chai Mayo. Great wine list, great southwestern food. It's a hit. Chai Mayo. All right. You know what? I shouldn't have let Bobby go so fast. This is all coming together for him. Um, Matt, Virginia. Hey, you're on Fez. Yeah, uh, Salt Lake City is a hub city by airports. They have some of the best seafood restaurants in the United States because they get fresh seafood from the East Coast and the West Coast. So that's worth checking out if you're going to So eat they got seafood fresh off the plane. Yes. All right. I I had no idea I had no idea there was great food in Utah. Your listeners, you uh you amaze me. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. I got Tracy in Utah here. Tracy? Yeah, what's up? What do you got for me, buddy? Uh, Rodizio Grill. Uh, it's at the Gateway Mall. It's Brazilian grill food and just all kinds of different meats they bring right to your table and cut it right off the uh, roasting spit. It's fucking amazing, dude. Man. And <laughs> so, I, I can't believe, there's Brazilians in Utah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rodizio Grill. Write all these down for Bobby. And, um, I want you to get all the recommendations down for him. I want you to put it in a basket of bread and cheeses and send it over to his apartment. All right, I'll message that over. Yeah. You guys amaze me how you can find food in some of the strangest corners of this country. But it can be done, Fez. Tonight, what's today, a Wednesday? Today is Wednesday. What's that for you, pot roast day? It's uh, the broiled pork chops. You uh, never get out of your uh, regime, huh? No, no, it's it's what I'm comfortable with. It's what I like too. It tastes. I, it's, I enjoy the meals I have. You love that diner? Yeah, the diner is good. The pork chops are fantastic, and they do a mashed sweet potato that I get on the side every Wednesday, which is also fantastic. You know what I love about you, Fez? What's that? Daring. There's a daring thing that goes on there. What do you feed the cat? Feed the cat leftovers? No, they can't. Oh, there are no leftovers. What am I saying? Excuse me. Uh, we're going to take a break here. Uh, when we get back, very, very interesting. Emma Thompson rips Audrey Hepburn, a new, a new ass. And also, Steve Slater, the butt-fucking crazy airline steward. The world has fallen in love with him, Fez. We will pick that up, as well as the people they're going to replace Steve Carell. And who knows? Maybe even more Utah talk. All after the jump. It's the Ron and Fez show. I know belts and hoses. I yoga poses. I do O2 sensors. But I'm no fencer. I think about 
car stuff all day long and how the parts at our stores are part of this song. Fuel injectors, alternators, radiators too. It's who I am. It's what I do. Napa know how. There's good people in these parts. Do you notice that that uh, Napa Car Parts song is no worse than any other hit country song today, Hicks? Yep. <laughs> it's exactly the same. I like car stuff. You like car stuff, and it's got a bunch of stuff in it, like Jesus, and I like my truck. We're the real backbone of the country, and then we're all good. And I like this flag. These colors don't run. Yeah. We ought to just start writing country songs. It can't be that hard. These, no. There's, there's a lot of guys who are successful at it, too. Well, it's the only uh, art form that you have to be drunk to practice. Man, these kids are good in the Little League World Series. He got that perk at first. I don't care what anybody calls it. You called safe all you want. That was a hell of a play. I heard the first baseman on the slide. Good. All right, uh, Ron and Fez show. You know who I just bumped into in the hall, Fez? Who's that? The kids. The kids in the hall? Yeah. Uh, they're doing something for the Comedy Channel today. Uh-huh. And Rory Belfi, wait, I don't think he uses that name. Roy Hamptons uh, has put them in the hall for the hour that they're going to be hosting. The kids in the hall in the hall. Now that, my friend, is comedy. And that's the kind of comedy that we bring you on Raw Dog on a weekly uh, basis. By weekly, I mean daily. Uh, we've got an unmasked coming up next week. That is a good one, Fez. It is Michael McKeon. It is one week from tomorrow. Night after night, I held you in my arms. Michael McKeon, of course. Darling. From This Is Spinal Tap, Laverne and Shirley, the Christopher Guest films. Why won't you bring up Lenny and the Squig Tones when you hear me singing the song from Lenny and the Squig Tones? <laughs> they were the best. Uh, so go ahead on over to 202 Friends on Twitter and secure yourself an opportunity to uh, get a ticket to come in and see that. That should be a damn good one. And this is now two-thirds... Of our Spinal Tap uh, collectible set. Uh, we're trying to get the entire Curb the Enthusiasm collection. Um, the Spinal Tap collection. We also we already have the Kids in the Hall collection. Although all the kids weren't there. The important ones were. By the way, the same guys are the ones in the Hall today. Really? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the other two, uh, just they're never up to it. All right, so we brought up uh, Steven Slater, Fez, and uh, for some reason, um, the news is over in my neighborhood. Steven Slater's either staying there, staying there, 
or he lives there. That was just his BFF that he was with the other day. Uh, but they're doing polls on do you think this crazy airline bastard had you know was in the right and the wrong? Is he a terrorist? Should he be treated like this? And uh, America, in a majority, not a gigantic majority, but a majority nonetheless, Fez, seems to be picking Stephen Slater. Now, I know that you're always telling us America won't accept the gay. Here's one they're ready to accept. The crazy, fun, sliding down the fucking slide uh, gay. Hicks, even you're our friend. Even you get a big kick out of this guy. He is the shit. Greatest steward ever. Uh, and we're trying to get him to stay on top of things, to sell this as a movie. Uh, and it is time to get the movie deal out there. It's hot right now. But I also would advise him of this. No matter where you are or what you're doing, always use the emergency exit to get out. You come over here to do the show. You don't take the elevator. Open up the emergency exit. Let the fucking siren go off. Go running down the stairs with two beers in your hand. You're at the movie. Middle of the movie, fuck this shit, this movie sucks. Go running out the emergency exit. Stay on your gimmick. He uh, basically had to make an emergency exit out of the town car, He, the car service he got leaving jail last night, where um, the town car driver freaked and put him back out on the sidewalk. There was so many reporters and camera crew around him that the I driver weirded out. Good facts, Fezzi. But let's move over to a little opinion here. You're always telling us America won't accept gays. Mm -hmm. Why do they love this guy? Why do they love Big Steve Slater? Because this is a gay man who had, because he had to go insane for America to love him. He so what? That's his gimmick. What's it matter what he had to do? They they do accept him, even while he was mid bfing. Even mid-BFing, something that you says disgust America. America, you know who said this guy's hysterical? The Pope. The Pope was like, you got to tell me this story again. The Pope made two bishops tell him the story three times over. Um, let's go over here to uh, Chief in San Francisco. Hey, good morning, buddy. Yeah. Hey, question. Did they charge him for those two beers that he took? Uh, I don't know. Uh, right now, JetBlue has a problem on their hands because, number one, they don't want this guy becoming, you know, a superhero. Too late. But, B, they don't want to look like the only guys who don't like the superhero, you know. No one wants to see themselves as J. Jonah Jonas or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, they're like, someone could have been killed in, this, in these events that transpired the other day. I'm like, what the fuck? Why shit on fucking Slater? They basically sent the memo out to all the other flight attendants. Uh, try not to go crazy and inflate the emergency slide. Well, let's face it. Whoever does this second is going to look like the biggest hack in the business. They, you got to come up with something else. Um, They're also offering counseling. I think there's a questionnaire. Do you feel like uh, uh, applying the emergency slide to leave the plane at any time? Um, let's go over here. Right now to Anthony. Yeah. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, Fez, uh, you're almost insane, and we love you. I mean, does, shouldn't we accept the other guy also? But there's the thing that exactly. fucking pisses me off about Fez. All his panic attacks don't have this grand gesture that this guy did. 
You're imploding down into yourself. You need to get out. Enjoy your insanity. But Steve Slater lives zero shame. Zero shame. I think you got to move away from the shame thing, Fezzi, mm-hmm. and into the over-the-top, just uh, fucking shithouse nuts. Want it. You saw that yeah. MySpace page. Uh, yesterday, Hicks and I had a little meeting with Fez. And the sobbing that went on there that had nothing to do with what the meeting was about. There were a couple of tangents. Uh, yeah. But did you know when I finally gave up on the meeting that the things that he was sad about had nothing to do with what the the meeting part of it was? No, yeah. It started in one place yeah. and some place completely different. Um, At points, I was, was looking down to the right. Yeah, I noticed that. You did your own down to the right. Rob Cross actually said to me, he goes, you know, Fez reminds me of someone who was abused as a child. I go, do you ever listen to him at all? He claims that he was. Uh, But you could be the next big Steve Slater if you just say to yourself, fuck it. I'm going to act batshit on this. I want to see you doing that, Fez. I want you to. I want to see you fucking do just something that can get CNN camped outside your apartment. Bust up in the Martha's studio, steal some booze. They got it every goddamn day. Dude, I heard a fucking rumor yesterday that the whatever girls hate us. What? Hate? Hate. The word hate word, was used? The word hate was used. What the fuck? And is I that go. Wrong? Here's what happened. I guess the last time we did the show, I uh, was accused after we left of taking over a little bit because I'm not as comfortable with the dead air as they are. They they have what they call fez pauses. What's their fucking problem? Um, I don't know because I've done nothing but treat them like the little queens that they obviously are. They came on this show. Everybody had a good time. I know, but apparently I was, you know, I was doing a joke about one of them making fun of an Asian person. Obviously, it didn't happen. This is why something is comedy. You take something that didn't happen and you blow it up beyond the thing. But uh, apparently, they think, uh, well, what if, you know, somebody thinks that this is true? What? And then the other part of it is, uh, I guess, Alexis... um, just thinks, I don't know what Alexis thinks. I guess she just thinks someone's talking and it hurts my head. That's like what a, I think happened. Kind of like a robot. Yeah. It was not a welcoming feeling from the minute we walked in that studio the last time. I didn't notice it. I thought we were all buddies. That's why I thought we were invited. Right. I thought we were all friends. But then it very quickly took a, you know, uh, just... A confrontational attitude? I didn't feel confrontational. I felt like it was all in fun. Um, I thought nothing could have went better. I want to throw a brick through the fucking window? No, I don't want you doing that, because that might just make them hate us more. You sure? I want them to go back to loving us. Well, if I wrap a nice note around the brick? Why don't you do this instead of being like that? Why don't you write one of your patented sweetheart poems and sign my names to it? Okay. You know, it's stuff that you write about sunsets and angel dust. I like to smoke angel dust with you at sunset. 
We gotta get. We gotta think of something, Fess. Because I worry about them. They got no other friends in this building. Where we're probably the most loved, beloved show that there is in the history of man. Which is great. I don't know if they want us to reach out to them again. I don't want this to go like it has with you and Blowhard, where it just gets, you know, uglier and uglier. I can't live my life like you, Fez. I, I, I can't just keep cutting people out one after another. Um, here's uh, Ron, Georgia, Yerman Fez. Yeah, Ronnie. Um, had this guy, the, the uh, flight attendant, had he been a Muslim... Would this story has been nearly as funny and lighthearted as everyone's taking it now? Uh, absolutely not. I think the point of the story is he being overly effeminate, there, it means right from the beginning, there's no physical worries here for us. This is just a crazy thing. It's almost like you're saying, oh, that old lady hit uh, somebody with a broom. Isn't that funny? And then you go... What if gangbanger Mike Tyson hit somebody with a broom? Would that be funny? No. Definitely this guy's physicality and his sexual proclivity, I guess, is the word I'm looking for here. Fest. Yeah. It's not the perfect word, but it's something. The fact that he is harmless makes this a fun story. But, yes, it's not. Again, here's one time where being gay works to your advantage. Not being some big strapping Muslim guy that would just freak us out and have everybody all mad at JetBlue right now. Like, why didn't you do better screening? You fucking, you're putting our safety at risk. Yes, this is a, not everything is fair in life. Sometimes the stereotypes work for you. Sometimes the stereotypes won't uh, work against you. Yeah, they might need to put another little Asian girl in Yale. You won't get in. But the cop will let you go 3 o'clock in the morning, just dumping out your weed, saying, look, you're a local boy, you're as white as I am, just get out of here. Sometimes you catch the wave, sometimes you don't. I don't know what to tell you, folks. Um, let's, uh, let's go over to Jim. You're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie, Fez is talking about being accepted and not being accepted. I mean... If, if you knew what you were accepting, it would be easier to accept. But when there's no committal to one way or the other, I mean, it's kind of hard to know what you're, you know. I mean, this guy definitely committed to what he was doing. You know? He was, he took a commitment. There was nothing wishy-washy, no stutter steps. This fucking guy went for it. He didn't go, I don't know whether I should do this. I'm not sure. Somebody else make the decision for me. He fucking leapt. To it, he went down there. Now, when we had that conversation yesterday, Fez, Hicks and I told you, and by Hicks and I, I mean me, you've got to stop being ashamed of yourself. Mm-hmm. But you are still ashamed. It's, it's, I, I, I have to admit, it's still in there. I thought I was getting past it, and I get flare-ups, like some sort of herpes. Uh, by flare-ups, do you mean constant? Because that's all I see. I don't see a. I don't see a flare-up. And in the and we're coming up on two years in what October? October, yeah. I've, since you told me, hey Ron, this is a decision I've made. I immediately, like probably the most sensitive fucking person ever, accepted you. I would go so far to say this. 
I reminded me a little bit of Barbara Streisand there, just being like really. And I reminded myself of Phil Donahue. But in the two years that I said, no, Fez, stop. I accept you. Have you moved on it? No, I have not. Would you say that I accepted you and you haven't accepted you? I would say that's pretty accurate. What are you waiting on? Oh, I, to get myself into some sort of head where I can move forward and not just be afraid of it all. Gee whiz, it's awful. Maybe the word gee whiz is something you should try to move away from a little bit. I mean, I know, like, if we were doing uh, shows in the 1950s, and, like, let's say Jerry Mathers was our next guest, gee whiz would fit in. But what's this year? 2010. Yep. What kind of uh, station are we on? XL. Good answer. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, sad news from the world of American Idol. And do we get any other kind? Farina, the winner of, I believe, season three, was hospitalized uh, what police are confirming as a suicide attempt. She, they said she took an overdose of aspirin and sleep aid. Her injuries weren't life-threatening. She was dehydrated. Now, I would actually say this. I'm willing to bet it was more sleep aid than it was aspirin. Gee willikers, Fez, how could something like this happen? Now, I guess she's with the married uh, guy. I, I don't know all the details. I thought maybe you'd have of them. But some of uh, this stuff has to go with the same as you. She's got this married guy. She's enjoying him. Then people go, would Jesus be proud of you for doing this? No, he wouldn't. Let me eat a bunch of aspirins and sleep aids. Is this her hit? I think bittersweet. Yeah, I think so. I know that. And there's, I, and there's rumors that there's a sex tape with her and the married man. Well, the married man isn't with his wife anymore, right? I don't think. I think they were breaking up anyway. Well, one of those. See, I always get a fucking confused by the homewrecker thing. Because how can you be a homewrecker? You can't do anything. You can't wreck anything unless somebody in there wants to be with you, right? Right. You know, otherwise that would be rape. So I really think there's very little an outside influence should do to healthy people. But I think they tend to blame women for that more than they will men. Like, Hicks, if you were interested in a married woman, would you be like, no, I can't because you're married? No. Because you're not married. It has yeah. nothing to do with you. You didn't make a commitment to anybody. Yeah, it's going between those one. other people, yeah. So I don't know how Farina would be the fucking blame here. First of all, she's an American Idol. She uh, could have anything that she wants. She probably could be with, uh, if she needed to right now, Justin Bieber. Oh, she'd get that fucking young white cock for herself. She'd be his first, probably. You Maybe think? she could, yeah. Maybe she could finally straighten it out for him. They said it looks like a little fucking pigtail. So, uh, so she took the overdose. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think when it's aspirin and stuff that's not life-threatening, I don't know if it could be called an attempted suicide. Well, it's an attempted suicide. She's not a chemist. She doesn't know how much to take, you know. But you could kill yourself with water. Yeah, but it just seems like an attempt to... It should be called something like an attempt to hurt yourself. Instead, uh, if you're just taking the aspirin, something that's really well, uh, aspirin, not deadly... Sleeping aids is the deadly part. You know, we don't know what kind it was. The aspirin, they're just thrown in. But you can kill yourself with aspirin. See, I didn't know that. You could kill yourself with hamburger. You can kill you. You can overdose on anything. Doesn't matter what it is. Eight six six run zero fez. Eight six six run zero fez. Uh, Jeff, you're in run fez. Hey, um, I just want to talk about my personal experiences when I was on. Um, this was a completely unrelated fight. This was, um, I don't want to say the flight. I might get in trouble or whatever, you know. But um, I saw I saw, I saw a flight attendant being treated like complete shit. I mean, the people on flights they have no. Fucking, they have no respect for these people. Well, these people work these like, these horrible hours. You know, this that's always that's fucking that's that's yeah. That's this, yeah, people I, do talk to other people like they're shit. And here's the thing: I've seen it happen with waiters. I've seen it happen with bartenders. I've seen it happen with cab drivers. For some, you know, this isn't the fucking Middle Ages. None of us are really our job. You're just playing that job for the moment. You know, and that's why I get mad at Fez when he yells at fucking cab drivers. Uh, this guy is more than just a cab driver. You know, this isn't Arthur. He's not Bitterman, where that's all he does for you is drive your cab. He's just doing this today. Tomorrow, you might be in service to him. Our whole fucking thing is set up of people being in service to each other. It's all like a little fantasy game. Um, here is uh, Ed. Ed, New York. You're my first. Hey, Ron, Fez, what's going on, guys? Yeah. I just wanted to let you know that um, aspirin is absolutely not harmless when you overdose on it. It will completely de destroy your liver and kidneys. Yeah, people have died from taking an excess of aspirin. But, Fez, you could eat too much salt and die. You could kill yourself with an overdose of salt. Yeah, but it's, it's, it seems like if you're going to kill yourself, that you're going to do a tried-and-true method. Um, every method before has, as they put it, failed. You know, people have shot themselves and not killed themselves. Mm-hmm. That's when instead of suicide, it becomes stupid side. Uh, you, so you're let down with Farina. No, I, yeah, I mean, I, I feel, I don't know how serious the suicide attempt was. Didn't you once say that you were going to commit suicide by driving into a tree? Yeah, but I mean, that would have been a suicide attempt. And then your other... That could have killed me. And then your other suicide attempt was by not taking your medicine? Yes. It was uh, just quit taking the heart medicine and everything and just let another heart attack come and claim me. That's what you wanted? Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. How many days did you underdose? I think it's I... attempted underdose. I think I went about six weeks... So for six weeks, you stayed, I hate myself, I want to die. Yeah, where it was. And then once I was out of the habit of taking the medicine, then I just, I just quit caring about it, too, at the same time. What so, are you talking about? 
that it just it, so it was, wasn't six weeks. It was even longer. No, it was six weeks. But I mean, it's like at that at one point it was like, let me quit taking this stuff. I'll have a heart attack. I'll be dead. And then after, even after those feelings went away, there was still a, you know, a not caring about it at that point, too. That still lingered on. That's why it lasted about six weeks. Um, I just got written to me. It's got nothing to do with you. You didn't make the commitment with anybody. I agree with you 100%. But try telling the girl's husband that. I would fucking tell anybody that. There's nothing, you know, first of all, not only is it not illegal, uh, it doesn't even show up in the Bible as that being adultery. They get confused sometimes and they'll act like, well, if the married uh, guy is with the girl, she's an adulterer. No, he is. She's not. Doesn't make any fucking sense to sit around. Um, Josh, you're in yeah, hey, Phil, do you think an effective way of suicide is jumping 14 floors off the balcony into the East River? I don't know if I could pull off both. I would really have to choose one or the other at that point. I would end up going river. Fez, if I find out that you're sitting around talking suicide, I'm going to have you Baker act it. No, I'm not thinking. I mean, if I have a choice of jumping 14 floors... Or just going out in the river? I got to take the river. Sounds I can't like do he's suicidal. Splat. I'm yeah. sorry. Sounds like he's suicidal. Yes. No, I'm not suicidal. Don't Baker act me. It could be done pretty easily. Mm. We just need one more fucking person to sign. Maybe we could bring Dave back for that one. They can come in just to you know get a quick signature. <laughs> All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, the office is talking about hiring a couple more people next year. Maybe one of them will end up being the Steve Carell fill-in. Um, one of them, Kenny Powers. Kenny Powers uh, is getting the opportunity to do this. Now, Fez, uh, there's no reason to jump on this, could he or couldn't he, because... They're floating names, much like American Idol has. But what position do you think is tougher to fill? Oh, I think it's got to be the American Idol position. The Simon Cowell spot uh -huh. is going to be much tougher. Simon Cowell was just iconic on that show. No one else. I mean, you on The Office, you have a lot of funny people all being hysterical. You didn't have anyone else doing what Simon did. On American Idol. I think that's going to be much tougher to fill in. I think, uh, first of all, I disagree because I don't think Simon was been shocking since, like, year two. Then it just fell into it and everybody else started to act like him. I don't think of it as that big of a deal. Now, I do agree that it became iconic in the terms of heat, but Simon didn't do anything new since the first time he started being rude to people. On TV. After that, even the dogs started being rude to people. Ellen was rude to people. Rude to people is the normal way to go. Now go over to any of these fucking shows. They have all got a Simon. I don't think that the thing that's wrong with this show is just replacing Simon. I just think that the American Idol deal is just run its course. 
and it's going to start slowly. It's not going to happen fast. It's going to be around for a long time. But it, it, you just can't feed people the same stuff and expect that they won't bore of it a little bit. Uh, where the office, you actually have a, have a very talented person to walk that line between being, uh, I hate the guy and I like the guy. And he's the reason the show still sit on the air. I mean, that show is going probably going to get canceled if it weren't for Forty Year Old Virgin and people watching it because of, he was on it. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, first of all, that show ran seven fucking years. Yeah. Jokes. You know, last year was his weakest year. Next year is going to be its next weakest year, and that's how Idol's going to go. That's what happens when you hang around for a while. Not not everybody's bringing the new creativity, the moving around, the changing it up, the flip flopping. You know. Not everybody has that desire. Yeah, I think. Well, I think Idol fans are, you know, expecting someone who's close to Simon. Uh, and I think that's where the problem's going to be. Jeff, you're in Fez. Hey, buddy. Hey, I want to know from Fez: Is uh, American Idol responsible for that girl's suicide attempt? No, they are not. Why not? She was on the show. He's tying it in with the WWE stuff. Right. No, they're not responsible for her. She didn't get hurt or anything while in American Idol's employ. There's the the mental pressure. Sure, though. They cast her into that spotlight and then didn't look into the pressures of what can happen over there, particularly after your album stops working. Like what happens to now all these people? Some never even start to work. <laughs> yeah. Gay kid. Oh, yeah. Tanked terribly. She never made out with that dude. I don't know. You thought he was going to be big, huh, Fez? I really did. I thought he was going to be fantastic. I just think you live in a world where it doesn't matter how good you sing, you have to have the songs. Look at your fucking uh, hero, CeeLo and Danger Mouse. Oh, yeah. They had that song crazy. Mm-hmm. Gigantic. They can't get another one going. Not like that. That's what happens. You've got to have a great fucking song. I don't know why we don't have some kind of fucking songwriter idol. To me, it's all about the song. Because people care about the performers, not the songwriters in general. I mean, they, they think... Yeah, but think. then, at the end of it, who do they end up loving? The big song. This is Kathleen from the Bronx, and her golden year picked this up. Although she hasn't picked a hit yet since then. Flash in the pan. Jason, you're on a fez. Hey, what's up, boys? Hey, when Susan Boyle had her meltdown, fez said the complete opposite. That was that when she, she was on the show. Okay, but still, you're, you're, the inconsistencies you have, you can't go back and forth that a show should... I can do or anything or or I want to do, or my or friend. Or other or than catch a baseball. All right, that's a little tricky. The eye-to-hand coordination is really not there. So you say it doesn't matter what you say as long as you say it? That matters? Right, I mean, I can feel one way about Susan Boyle and one way about Fantasia. Well, you can feel that way about him, you just can't be right about him. But Susan Boyle was someone who was already having mental problems. She was she was developmentally challenged. 
I think it's a completely different situation. Would you consider yourself mentally challenged? There are days, yes. Then that makes me responsible for you. And serious. But I've never been t proven mentally challenged. You went in a fucking nut hut for a week. They don't take sane people in there, do they? Not usually, no. But you said you had some story about uh, a missing wallet? Yeah, this was a woman who lost her wallet about five years ago. Mm -hmm. And what happened was she uh, had lost it at a party in Seattle. And they looked all over the place, couldn't find it. She, she ended up going home. She's been living in Arizona. Some people who bought this, who bought a couch online end up finding her wallet. These two kids, 16 and 15 year old, find her wallet. They, all the ID is still in it. It was down in the couch. I guess they didn't look there when she was searching for it five years earlier. Pitch to the story. Is anything happening or all backstory? And, um, so they called, they had her ID, they found her on Facebook, and returned her wallet to her. $650 in the wallet, still there. She gives these two kids a lousy $25 each for turning in her wallet. That they said when they called her, she was so excited, so thrilled to have her coach wallet back. And they get a lousy 25 bucks each. It's so important to her that she was even flying back to Seattle to go pick it up. So what is your, what is the part of the story? Why just... How did this become a national story? Uh, because it's like, why just $25? If you're really so thrilled, you obviously didn't need the money. It's been five years. Mm -hmm. So give these kids a decent reward out of this. What's a decent reward? I would say give them each 100 bucks. So the so you're furious over uh, one hundred and fifty dollars. Yes. Let's get your time. What's the woman's name? Um, I don't. I don't What's know her name. What's the kids' names? I don't know. So this is a totally something that shouldn't even affect you, but you're furious about it. Yes, it just seems like such a cheap thing to pull off. Apparently, this wallet has been so important to her for over five years. And yet, this is the way she's treating the people who found it. Well, they had a fucking easy thing to do, right? They could have said, uh, "Is either this is my money, I found it, or I'll return it to the woman. I think if you return the wallet to somebody, I don't know why you expect anything. The fact that she turned over 25 bucks a piece, that's just what she happened to give them. I would have fucking been like... To, a, to an old lady? Oh, please, I can't take your money. Or else I would have kept the fucking money. If I wanted the money, I'd have kept all of it. Um, You know, there's no... She, did she ever put out something reward offered? I don't think so. Now, let's put it this way. Let's suppose you get up and go to the bathroom and your wallet had fallen off, right? Uh-huh. When you're leaving the bathroom. Somebody walks down the hall with it. There's $650 in your wallet. You're going to give them 100 each? You're going to give them $200? No, it just happened. This has been five years well, she's been looking for this. But what's the difference between those two? They didn't do any more work than the guy who would have found your fucking wallet next to the sink. They didn't do anything. 
they opened up a fucking chair that they had bought, and there was a wallet there. It's not like, oh, there's a little girl missing. Let's fucking take dogs out and walk at night for three days. They just found the wallet. They got two moves there. Either to say, I'm putting this down my fucking pants. Nobody knows nothing about it. Or I give it back to the person. But this whole I expect a reward is kind of fucking crazy. Um, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Aaron, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, this exact same thing happened to me. Back when I was, um, you know, a busboy, I didn't have any money. I found 600 bucks uh, in a money clip. I thought about pocketing it. I put it in my wallet, walked into the kitchen, changed my mind, said, be, right, right, be the nice guy, gave the money back. And, like, you know, an hour later, they're like, oh, someone wants to talk to you. This guy comes back and he goes, oh, I want to shake your hand. And I'm waiting for the money. I never got anything. It sucked. What did you expect to get? I, I would have been happy with the 20. It was 600 bucks cash. I could have taken it. That would have paid my rent for then you know, a couple months. The fact that you lost fucking, that you don't have the balls to fucking pocket something, but then you want to sit around and wait for some. The sitting around and waiting for a fucking reward and judging the person is creepy. It ain't your fucking thing. This ain't yours. It's this old lady's fucking thing. How do we know what's wrong with her? Maybe she needs that 600. Hell of a lot more than these fucking two kids who lack the balls just to fucking take the uh, money and stick it in their pocket. Um, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Hindu in Iowa. That can't be easy. Hey, buddy. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, I was going to a wedding, and uh, we, was, we was driving down the street. I see the wallet laying in the street. The driver turned around, go back, pick this thing up. We was going to this wedding. I couldn't get away to go find this kid. He's only got 30, $32 to his name on a Saturday night, and he's lost his wallet. But, Ronnie, I called the cops to give the wallet to the cops. And uh, I, my moral conundrum was, I know you hate people calling cops, and I didn't know anything about the kid, but I'm sure they got the wall back to him. I don't know. Those cops might have did the right thing, split that fucking cash up, and off they went. It's obviously yeah, it's, what, um, it's what I was thinking, man. Yeah. I hope that cop don't take that money. You know exactly what happened. The cop did what you were afraid to do. Thanks, Hendo. Uh, um, uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Um, Bill, Bill in Florida, you're in Fez. Hey, Ronnie, you found Fez, and all he gave you was a stupid ashtray. That's very fucking true there. Maybe I should take a look over at that sometimes. You can't. The ashtray's gone. It somehow no, went out I'm the not, window. I'm talking about the ashtray. You know what I'm talking about. The overall, the over-under, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Um, John, Massachusetts, you're on a fez. Yeah, when Ron found the cell phone, uh, he didn't take a reward because heroes don't need rewards. I, I want no reward other than knowing... I did the greatest thing one man can do for another man. I returned his cell phone. Actually, I'm going to tell you the truth. If I found out my kids took money from an old lady, I might be fucking pissed off. 
What the fuck are we? Begging? Oh, or what's next? Why don't you get a fucking bowl and sit out in the fucking street, but then you're blind? Now, if they told me I clipped that old lady for six fifty, I go like this. I better wet my beak on this, or I pick up the fucking phone. Um, John, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, buddies. Yeah. Hey, you know when you find something and you return it, like a phone, you don't get a reward. That's a hero. You know what, if this, uh, it, it is fucking true, but let's suppose if this old lady would have handed over 650 and said, I want you boys to take that, mm-hmm. would you think they were scumbags for taking it? No, I would have thought it was very magnanimous on the part of the woman. Then why can't they be magnanimous? Why don't they just say, I'm doing this because it's the right thing, not to get 100 apiece? Why can't they, how does this fucking make the paper even? Creepy old lady loses wallet, then won't hand over cash. Bitch. Um. Eight six six run zero fez. Eight six six run zero fez. Um. Let's go over here to uh, Chris in Jersey. You're on run a fez. Hey Ronnie, uh, I lost my wallet, and I'm looking for somebody to uh, give me back my money, please. Somebody bring me back the money, please. On that new shit, niggas like how come? Niggas want my old shit, buy my old album. Niggas stuck on stupid. I gotta keep it moving. Niggas make the same shit. I I'm gonna tell you a fucking um true story. I was fucking younger and uh, I'm in a bar, I'm all fucked up. Cause I'm gonna tell you the truth. I was real fucked up. So I wake up the next day, no fucking wallet. I call over to the place uh Bartender says, "Yeah, it's here." I head over there. He fu- and I'm not fucking making up a bit of this. He goes like this. He goes, "We found your wallet. Unfortunately, there was no cash in it." I says, "Is that right?" Because I'm gonna fucking call the police in a minute to let them know what's going on. I go, "This is the first thing I'm gonna show them. I show them my fucking driver's license. I ain't 21. I gotta fucking explain it to them. I'm in here drinking all night, underage. Boom, boom, boom." I wake up in the morning, no fucking cash. I say, go in that fucking till and start fucking stuffing this wallet up until everybody feels better about themselves. He goes, I'm guaranteeing you none of my guys. I said, I ain't fucking saying who. But I want to get this fucking wallet back up in the healthy fucking position that I apparently blacked out and left it in. You cock fucks. Now that guy, you know what he did wrong? What's that? He didn't burn that fucking wallet. He fucked up. And he paid for it. And I fucking, I guarantee you, that guy has fu- sat around for fucking weeks. Just fucking sitting there with a, like a fucking half a pull cue under the table going, I hope that little prick walks in here again. I'm going to fucking stab him in the back of the head. I fucking stayed away from that place for a while. So I grew myself a nice fucking porn mustache. Then I went back in there started fucking buying cocktails for people. I think I think it's a fucking shakedown. I think it's a... But it's the worst kind of shakedown, Fezzi. It's a pussy shakedown. I expect something for doing the right thing. Fuck you. You should have kept the wallet. They're a couple of kids. Give them a hundred each. They got a couple of kids. Go to their fucking mother for a hundred each. This is the fucking... This is what she's teaching them? Shake down an old lady when you find her money? It's fucking bullshit. That old lady got a brain cancer, for all we know. Um, Dave, you're on Renefez. 
I would say 99% of the people that give the wallet back are actually kind of looking after themselves in some kind of existential, uh, spiritual God sort of way. Like, hey, if I give this wallet back, God will, you know, get it, get it yeah. back to me one day. You know what I mean? Because then they got to go around telling you. Did I tell you about the time I found a wallet? Like, there's such a fuck. Fuck you when you found a wallet. How is finding a fucking wallet such an important thing that somehow you're perfect for it? Oh, you found a wallet in a fucking couch. So what? How hard is that? It's up to you whether you want to give the money back. No one's going to trace it to you. But then you're worried, oh, I'm a bad person. Someone's going to fucking make me burn in hell for putting this money in my wallet. So then you're giving it to them like, look, I did something great. Now look, old lady, I want you to reach in because I know you're on a fucking fixed income and give me money for doing what is, we all believe, the correct thing to do. You, so you either do the correct thing or you do the incorrect thing. But you don't do the correct thing and then expect a reward for it. Now, if this old lady put a fucking reward out there that said, you know, I'm offering 250 for 650 we'd fucking laugh at her. $650 is missing. A $250 reward for it. We'd be like, look at this crazy old bitch. She's a fucking loon. Um, here's uh, Dan. Dan, you're on Hey, guys. It just seems like uh, the youth these days, I'm sounding like my father probably, uh, they just seem like they just think there's this entitlement, you know, that they're to not do something just for the goodness of, of doing the right thing. And I'm just wondering, you know, how Fez would feel. Is, is that how he would teach his kid that oh, the old lady's just a tightwad? She's just a cheapo. You're, instead of telling them, like, look, what you did was the right thing. It doesn't matter what somebody else does. Is that what Fez would offer his children? Or? I never said that the kids should be asking for an, uh, more uh, reward. I'm saying the lady should have offered it up, that that was the right thing to do. Why? It's hers. It's fucking hers. Why do you hand somebody over to somebody else that isn't yours? They had every right to fucking keep it. But once you do, then to sit there and judge the other person, we don't know what she needed that money for. We don't know at all. Um, here's Skip. Oklahoma, you're on a fez. Yeah, I know a guy that uh, found a wallet in the elevator of his building, and then he went to uh, he returned it to the guy in his building when he found him. The guy uh, gave him a bottle of wine, and rather than drink it, he looked it up online and saw what the value was. When it was less than a hundred dollars, he threw it away without drinking it, and then went on the radio and uh, bitched to Anthony about it. I have no idea what that's about. Oh, oh, and I do a show before us. Uh, it's called Opie and Anthony. You got to get up and check it out sometimes. You might find a lot of the lines you can use for yourself. They do a lunch bag thing that would be perfect for you. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, here's Mike, Strong Island. What's up, Ronnie? How you doing? Actually, I actually agree with Fuzz on this one because the lady's a cheap motherfucker for not giving up the money. They could easily, I would have just took the money back from her, actually. Why didn't you take the money in the first fucking place? If money's so important, 
If money was the important fucking thing here, keep it. Your fucking point is, I don't have the balls to be that kind of person. So now I want some old lady to fucking give me money or else I'm going to judge her. You gave it back because it ain't yours. You decided to do the right thing. Mainly because you don't have the fucking nuts to do the wrong thing. There's some fucking people that are afraid to fucking pay the price. Then let everybody else do it. Just like they won't fucking, uh, you know, like, oh, I'm not in a, you know, I don't want any fucking stolen property. I'm not going to fucking do that. Oh, you're going to give me some? Yeah, I'll fucking take it. They're not going to steal it themselves, but someone shows up. Oh, I'll fucking take it off you. They want all reward and no risk. Mainly because they think they're afraid of the, the invisible man in the sky. Uh, Tim, you're on running Fez. Hey, hey, Fezzy, if you're so concerned about uh, these kids getting a reward, why don't you open up that cheap wallet of yours and uh, give Fezzy, them Fezzy, if money. you give these fucking kids any money, I'll fucking go over there right after and fucking smack them in the back of the head and take it. Those little fucking pricks. They're getting in the paper for 75 each. They thought they were owed. How's this a fucking story? What is wrong with us in this country? I'll tell you, it's over. I wish the nuke fucking fire would spread over here and put us out of our fucking problems. Some guy just emailed this to me. Louie, greatest show ever or best show ever? I think Louie is sitting at the right hand of Curb, much like Jesus sits at the right hand of God. God. That's from Jay-Z. I don't think it's the greatest show ever yet, but I do now believe it's the best show ever. And if things keep going like we're going, greatest show ever. I was at the point last night when the show was starting, I was fucking happy and excited like a fucking kid. And now I'm starting to take credit for for it. Like, like uh, if the show's funny, I look over at my chick like, huh? What'd I tell you? Glad we're watching this? Isn't this great? I told you to watch it, didn't huh? I? Like somehow I did something. I used the clicker. Use the word clicker or remote, Fez. I use clicker. It's a weird word. It doesn't make any sense. But people do use it. I say remote. It, yeah, it is a remote. It's never been called a clicker on any commercial and anything. Nor does anyone go, hey, here's a great um, nickname for it. It's just some people pick up clicker. I wish I could get out of it. I don't know if I could ever go over to remote. Uh, Jason, you're in Uh I'm doing fine, Ron. Thank you. Hey, uh, I, found a wallet you. Walking, I, walked, I found a wallet walking through New York City in a garbage can one time. had 300 bucks in it, and it ended up being my brother-in-law, Morty, had thrown it in there after his son tried to give him back some money he lost. He's doing all, uh, all doing jokes here, Fez. Uh, Bill, you're in Fez. Hey, boys. How are you? Good. Uh, hey, uh, Ronnie, you keep calling this uh, lady some old lady who... You know, oh, wasn't it an old lady? I, no, I'm no. not sure how old she was. No, she was a younger lady. Uh, she lost the uh, lost the wallet during a party, and they couldn't find the wallet. And then she ended up uh, relocating. You know, Fezzi, you kept saying that, you know, if the uh, purse was so important to her, okay, you know, why uh, why she didn't give her more money. You know, she it wasn't important to her. She liked the purse, but, you know, she relocated, and she didn't, you know took off so the boys should be happy they got the money 
But she's flying back to Seattle to get it. She's not even asking them to mail it to her. She's well, taking a special trip, probably first class, to Seattle to get this thing. She probably has family in Seattle, and she wanted to, you know, kill two birds with one Why are we fucking one. sitting in judgment at this person? We, we don't even know her name. How the hell could we have any judgment? These fucking kids could have kept the money. No one would stop them. They could have fucking six fifty right now between them. That fucking might be gone. If they're, I they're too that pussy. They're too pussy to hold on to it, and then we're hoping to get a reward. They want both. They want the cash and told, these are real good boys. How does this fucking show up in the paper? Unless they make the call. We found a wallet like heroes. You already have the woman's fucking name. 15 and 16. You should have been grabbing OZs with that cash. Hell yeah. Mike. Mike in Iowa. Hey, Ronnie. Is uh, the psychiatrist on Louis show the same one says she's... I don't know. You're in between psychiatrists now, Fez. You never talked to your old one again? Nope. I've not had another conversation with her. And the new one just hypnotizes you and doesn't let you uh, talk about your problems? Right, where it's more like, yeah, the focalizing work is what he calls it. And we don't get into a lot of conversation. So you don't like that as much? So I don't like that, but I think the focalizing is helping me at least so far that I want to keep going with it. And see if that's, you know, giving me some sort of relief to the crazy panic. So, but I would like to talk to him about a few things. Seems like that hour goes by really quickly. What is it you want to talk to him about? Well, just things going on in my life, some secret stuff. 866 run 0 fez 866-RUNT-ZERO-FEZ. Trish, Ohio, you're a Fez. Yeah, um, they, they don't make kids like they used to. They don't, they don't uh, teach them their values and sort of values. And I'm like, you know, back then, returning the wallet, that would have been a good deed. It wasn't good enough for them. But nowadays, kids need, like, um, I guess, an uh, add-a-girl or add-a-boy for doing the right thing, and they, that might encourage them to, you know, do the right thing in the future. I know that, you know, uh, you're going to take the wallet if you want to take the wallet. But, I mean, you never know. Nowadays, there's cameras everywhere. You don't know if you're being set up. You don't know if you find the wallet in such a park. You know what I mean? If you're going to do the right thing or not. You don't, you don't, know, you don't know if you're going to be on, like, a TV show or something. What fucking TV show? They're going to leave a wallet out there if a fucking person puts it in their pocket. I'm going to keep the wallet. That's Let me tell you sure. something. I'm walking through fucking Central Park... I'll, and I see a wallet down, I'm going to scoop it as smooth as Jeter. That is all going to happen in one motion. What are they going to do? Come running over? I'll go like this. Yeah, I was going to call the cop when I got fucking home. I wasn't going to call him here. That's And I was worried I'd get mugged. That's why I gave my fucking buddies each their share so we could all put it back together later when we called the cops. Now keep pointing that fucking camera at me. Because I know you got a mom too. Not a, No one's safe in this world. Uh, let's get that out there. None of us are safe with this. We got to figure out a way for all of us to get out of it. But just so I know, I think you, you, you sell more and more bananas every day. 
is fucking batshit. Well, that's that can't be uh, a good thing. There's some truth. That is truth. That can't be a good thing. I do agree with you. What you said earlier, though, that uh, senators need to follow people around fifteen years after they retire and check on their pharmaceuticals. Uh, we got to take a break here. Uh, when we get back, though, something's been driving you just you said out of your mind, Fez. You don't even know what to do. Uh, yeah, this is um, a new law in New Hampshire. New Long in New Hampshire. This is part of Fez Watley's local news. Yeah, I guess so. It's uh, just something that had to be made a law in New Hampshire now, in in, a, in Concord, New Hampshire. All right. So the people at Concord are going to be hanging on after the jump. Why else should the rest of us be here? I think it applies to everybody. I think it's starting in Concord, and what is it? It's uh, a new law where it says you cannot uh, walk your dog in a cemetery. I don't know how many people it applies to. All right, we will uh, be right back. Fez Watley, a local warrior, blowing the roof off this one. Should you be able to take your dog to visit loved ones that are dead? I don't know. Let's find out after the jump. <laughs> the Rod and Fez Show. On Sirius XM. The virus. I'm 47. 47 years old. You know how I stayed alive this long? All these years. Fear. A spectacle of fearsome acts. Somebody steals from me, I cut off his hands. He offends me, I cut off his tongue. He rises against me, I cut off his head, stick it on a pike. Raise it high up so all on the streets can see. That's what preserves the order of things. Fear.
the savior. He's Neo. It is the Ron and Fez show. You know who that was, Fezzy? No, I don't. Justin Bieber. Second day in a row. Bringing you some Bieber. That was one of my favorite things from yesterday. When you yelled out, that's Justin Bieber. I'm like, what? And he goes, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. I don't know what it was. Fez Watley, you're blowing the uh, roof off of, uh, what is it, Concord, New Hampshire? Concord, New Hampshire, yes. The city felt they needed to pass a law to... Uh, outlaw uh, dogs being walked in cemeteries. Mm. And this should not even have had to take place in the first place. Who in the world takes their dog to crap and piss in a cemetery on people's final resting places? This is just one sick town, Concord, New Hampshire. If this was such a problem that the city had to step in, there must be dog poop on just about everybody's tombstone, on everybody's gravesite. I don't know the town all that well, Fez, but uh, I can understand where the ordinance would come from. Seems like a little bit of common sense. Seems like that grave is private property and uh, you have a right to not have it pissed and shit on. Yeah, these people are, instead of flowers, they're getting dog bo uh, dog poop bouquets left on them. So Yeah, that's definitely not pleasant. No one's going to feel good about that. You go over to check on your mom's grave and dog shit there. Oh, you're right on this, Memphis. Shouldn't uh, take your dog to shit on graves. And even if you're cleaning up afterwards, even if you're scooping up, the deed has already been done, people. It's just mm. disgusting. Yeah, it's private property. So congratulations to the city of Concord. Uh, Frank, you're in Fez. Ronnie, I got to agree with Fez on this one, man. Who the hell would walk their dog in a cemetery? Yeah, it seems like it's uh, common sense. It's uh, not your property. It's almost, you know, just like if you walked it in somebody else's yard or on the school baseball team. Go out on the baseball field, let the kids sh shit there. Um, Matt, you're on my Fez. Hey, Fez, what about a pet cemetery? Maybe Spider wants to see one of his friends. Hold on. I don't want to be buried in a pet cemetery. No, I wouldn't even do it there. It's probably cheaper. 
Well, it's most likely going to be a smaller grave. So, does it not work out if I don't? If would have been better if I disagreed? Um, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't think it would have worked either way. No, it works. I mean, it would have had some. Would uh, it need more legs? Is that it? No, I think it just. I, Should I said something like, "Let those dogs shit all over those graves"? You're crazy. See, Fez also doesn't like it when I agree with him, but I do agree in this case. And I don't even know why they had to have an ordinance. It's fucking private property. I guess they had to have it because some people are just sick and disgusting. Well, what I'm trying to say is it probably already existed on the books. It's private property. You don't belong in there. Right, yeah. Any more than you have to have a new thing about, oh, you can't take your dog in somebody's yard to shit. You don't have to make up a new ordinance. We have one. Fez, look who it is. I believe her suspension is off. Let's welcome back to the show, Lady Trucker. Hey, LT. Good morning, gentlemen. Great to have you back. I forgot why you were suspended. Because I told you about little Jimmy's show, and it actually aired an hour later than what I said. Yeah, you gave us bad information, so you got a suspension. But you wrote it out like a pro. I appreciate it, Lady Trucker. Thank you. Fuzzy, what are you going to do if a dog pisses or shits on your grave? Are you going to haunt the owner and the dog for the rest of their life? Oh, God. You know what's weird is when I thought of a pile of dog shit, I immediately thought of you. I wish you had not called back. Well, her suspension is officially over, Fez. She did her time properly. Is there any way to add on to it now? No. Because it's, it's, you just, you're the worst. You're the absolute worst. And I ask you not to call. She didn't do anything wrong today. She's talking about people shitting on my grave. She's just trying to get at me. Like this Queen Elizabeth bitch on Twitter who is always tweeting shit. What? That Queen Elizabeth. She's not a real queen. She was tweeting at 202 Friends that Elizabeth Hasselbeck is suing Fez for the nickname Ignorant Sissy Crybaby. She'll lose that case. So it's just, it's the same thing. Who needs you, Queen Elizabeth? Who needs you, Lady Trucker? You and all your royalty names. Can just get the fuck out of here. Well, Fezzy, do you want to know? Uh, no, I don't want to. I don't, don't want to know anything from you. Fez, why are you upset? You just took. First of all, you were the big winner of the no dog should shit on graves thing. We all agreed with you. Mm-hmm. You had uh, little resistance. Yeah, and then, of course, you know, big fat lady trucker has to show up saying, oh, people are going to shit on your graves. I didn't say anything about people shitting on your grave, Fessy. I asked about dogs pissing and shitting on your grave. Exactly. Don't you realize that you two... What are you hauling today? Cholesterol? Fez. No, I got the good stuff. Direct TV. Fez, don't you realize that you two sometimes maybe you bump heads because you have so much in common? I don't. Do you so much alike? 
I have absolutely nothing in common with her or this other asshole, Queen Elizabeth, who now has decided to come after me because she because Dave's not around anymore. Because she's sitting home bored. Who? Queen Elizabeth with nothing fucking to do, obviously. Sitting there on her throne? Absolutely. Yeah, the toilet. Absolutely having no life, so come after me now. I never knew that you read the Twitter page. I thought that was your thing not to. Well, I, some things I happen to notice. Mm. Like this bitch Queen Elizabeth. Don't like her. Can't you know stand Elizabeth, her. You know Elizabeth, she's called you for a long time. Not a fan. All right, Lady Trucker. Well, welcome back from suspension. Stay away, Lady Trucker. Thank you, Ronnie. Bye-bye. In fact, she, legally, you have no leg to stand on here. Mm -hmm. She was suspended for giving us bad info. She has a legal cankle By to the stand way, on. So she called in with bad info one day, right? So I go, oh, she was wrong. She's suspended from the show. Dude, every day I would get an email or Twitters about it. No one has taken a made-up suspension as serious as Lady Trucker. Well, I informed the interns to hang <laughs> up on her. <coughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Everybody was taking it but me. The show only started an hour later. Just rabbit. Just she couldn't wait for her suspension to be up so she could come call in and take a shot at me. What was the shot? What are you gonna do if a dog shits or pisses on your grave? Speaking of piss, you're filled with some vinegar today. I'm not saying exactly Fez's back, but there's some strength here. You're getting strong a couple times. I'm trying. You like to fight with the women. What it, I saw that you just got mad at yourself for saying trying, right? Yes. Why is that? The shrink has said, take the word try out of there. You're just be cure. Don't say you're trying to do something because you're just going to be upset if it doesn't come through. You're just going to beat yourself up more about it if it doesn't happen. So take the word try out of it. I don't understand. And it's just be curious about it. You know, will I be able to do this today? Is that is that going to happen? Don't worry about trying to do it because trying just makes me feel worse. And then you keep saying trying. And then I didn't notice it. Uh, how I often I say it over I, and over again. I say you get mad at yourself before the show today. Yeah. Because I am... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Where are we going here? Is this the tears? No, no. Out of nowhere? No, this is uh, trying to find a word other than that one. Oh, uh, okay. Way to work that angle. All right, I'm, what do you got? I'm wanting to do this work. Well, the wanting wouldn't be it either, right? That's still a... I think that's setting another up word. expectation. Yeah. Um, your thing about being curious is, I'm wondering how this will turn out. I'm wondering if I could be friends with Lady Trekker. I'm wondering if I could find some things about... Queen Elizabeth that maybe I like. Um, no, those aren't things I'm wondering about. Why those... not? Maybe you should, though. No, I just don't like them. I'm never going to like them. That is one thing I am positive about. The Queen and the Lady. Mm. Can't stand them. All right, um... 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Mike, Ohio. You're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie? Yeah. Hey, hey, I just want to tell Fez, man, you sound terrific, man. 
Way to step up. I think you're, you're on your way back. I you're noticed this. He always gets, as I put it today, uh, a little piss and vinegar after he fights with Lady Trucker. Do you know how nice that was for her not to call in? But here you are with when, energy. That's what she said. She's kind of a muse for you. Ugh. And look how you feel after she calls in. You know, sometimes... She's kind of a huge for me. But every night needs a dragon. Maybe you're the dragon and she's the knight. She would be the dragon. I would be the knight. Um, Bob, Brooklyn, you're in my face. I got my eye on you, Ronnie. I got my eye on you, Bob. Fezzy, you're back, man. I tell you what, Lady Trucker is like the fountain of youth for you. You really come to life when she's she like me. one of those chocolate fountains of youth. <laughs> so uh, one of these, those cheese fondues. One of the things that you love to do is overweight jokes about women. That's one of the places that you come to life. It comes easy for me. Why do you think that is? Um, maybe it was being raised by so many overweight women in the family. So you kind of see all these people um, the same way? They're the women that you don't like, your mom, your grandmother, all that. Uh, Todd, Connecticut. Yeah, uh, Fez's therapist there is ripping off lines from Yoda and the Empire Strikes Back. The uh, There is no try, there is only do crap. Absolutely. <laughs> so you're going to try and, and follow some of this, huh, Fez? Yes, I am. Let's try. Ooh, you just fell back into it. I'm going to see how this turns out. How Let's, this new shrink and some of the NLP stuff that I'm doing, I'm going to see how it turns I want to see how it like, turns out. Oh, like all the other times? I like it when you're trying to do the good boy stuff and just uh, follow along like that. I think it's helpful for you. Uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Ed, you're on the Run Fest show. Ed, it. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. I just want to say uh, there shouldn't even be any cemeteries anymore. It's a waste of fucking land. I mean, incinerate everybody, and let's be done with it. Who, who needs thousands of acres of just dead people? Uh, I don't. First of all, all those places are going to disappear. They just don't make sense in an overpopulated world. It's insane. And as if you notice, you don't run into a lot of, you know, 300-year-old cemeteries in this country. that They all eventually get fucking churned over after, after, let's say, the grandchildren are dead. It just doesn't matter. Dead is dead. No way around it. No way around it. Um, let's go over, uh, let's go over to Terry. You're my Fez. Ronnie B, Ronnie B, where are we going today, Ronnie B? What do you say, my friend? Hey, uh, Fezzi, I live up at the base of a mountain. There are a couple of cemeteries. There's gear all over these places. They shit all over these cemeteries. Should we round them up, put them on trucks, ship them to the Midwest? Did you know deer were shitting in the cemeteries, Fez? I had no idea deer were getting into the cemeteries. Does it make any difference for you that it's a wild animal? I think a wild animal is a little bit different. I think that adds to some of the serenity of uh, of a cemetery. All right, so deer shit, since it's wild, is good. Dog shit, uh, since it's domesticated, is bad. Right. So you'd feel good if you found deer shit on your grandmother's grave? 
No, I wouldn't feel good about it, but it wouldn't be premeditated. So dogs premeditate. They think I'm going to shit on certain graves. Their owners do. When they take them into a cemetery, into a grassy area, they know what's going to happen. The deer doesn't know any better. Could I go so far as to say you don't like dogs and their owners? So that's why you're a cat man. You could go that far. And that you will constantly find stories, uh, even the obvious ones, to let us know how much you hate cats. I mean, hate, hate dogs and love cats. Uh, Bob, Jersey, you're on my face. Ronnie, I've been listening to you guys for several years. I hear you all the time saying, Fezzy, what can I do for you? Fezzy, are you okay? Not once have I ever heard, Ronnie, you okay? Ronnie, can I do something for you? We haven't got to me yet. <laughs> when uh, we're done with Fez, then we're going to move over to me for a while. And I'll bring you in for all the different things I'm trying to do. There, I went and said it again. I said try. I meant I've got to... Every time I say try, I want to change it to don't give a fuck. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Pete, Massachusetts, Sherman Fez. Yeah, when I was in high school, we used to uh, have drinking parties in the cemetery. And we used to uh, piss and all over the fucking place. The gravestones fucked. Fuck chicks on the ground. It was yeah. fucking great. Most kids do learn to fuck in a cemetery because it's a wide open space that you got and the grass is cut and you go there in the summer and you fucking spread out a little bit. Normally they don't have any security at night. But it's not like you're running around trying to do stuff on the graves. There's a lot of other room there too. Places to set up a fucking keg. But dead people never complain. I don't know why. Um, psycho, you're on a fez. Hey, buddies, how you doing? Good. Hey, you get rid of all the cemeteries. That's going to lead to a zombie shortage. That's a bad idea. Bad idea. Well, what I do uh, with my construction uh, company is I move the markers, but I don't move the graves. And then later, whew. Uh, Carlos, you're on a fez. Hey, what's up, buddies? Yeah. Hey, I love Sinister Fez, man. Um, hey, I heard ONA talking about Iris. Is she coming back or what? No. Uh, the deal there is if Fez can do uh, 100 days, no tears. When Iris comes back. How many days are we at right now, Fez? I think we're at zero. Zero days. You had that thing today, but I stopped it. Yeah, so... Yeah, we're not even at one day yet. You think you could do 100 days? 100 days, 100 nights? I would like to see what if that could happen. Would you promise to try? I'm not going to promise to try. Why not? Because I don't want to use the word try. We'll just promise that you'll do it. I would rather do that. 100 days, no tears. 100%? Yep. Fez Watley is on his 100-day mission. 100 days, 100 nights, and no man's heart. My Sharon Jones and the Dab Kings. 100 nights, 100 nights, and no one man's heart. And a little more before he knows his own. 
Shannon Jones. How many people do you think she played in front of the other night in Brooklyn Fest? Um, I would say probably four or five thousand. Twenty thousand. Getting big. Shannon Jones. Hey, Chad, Delaware, running for the show. If you, speaking of all the cemetery stuff, say if you were a good person for your whole entire life, donated your time, never stole, never sinned, but you didn't believe in God, are you still eligible for heaven? Have a nice day. Uh, Not with the Catholics, no. I don't think the Christian religion, the whole point there is not so much not to sin, but to accept Jesus Christ. Or accept Allah, Buddha, somebody who can do some extra work for you there. But just like when you go in prison, you got to join one of the teams. I went down with Latin Kings. Later I found out that, you know, I'm Mick English. What am I going to fucking do? So don't judge me. Fez Watley going 100 days. Hundred nights, hundred beers, zero tears. You can do it. Yes, I can. Can't wait. Singer Michael Bublé is now sporting a engagement ring. He is engaged to a South American actress from La Argentina, and so now he is wearing a man's engagement ring. This, I think, is fantastic. The equality that's there in South America. This is a really good thing. Yeah, you like it, huh? Yeah, and I'm glad that he's got the, you know, that he... Hex, you know he just wants to be on the other side now. You know he doesn't believe in a man engagement ring. You're shock jockey, Fuzzy, in your own way. I love it. What, what, uh, now... What made you think this would be the angle to take? Just because all the other guys are going to say this is bullshit? You could be like going the other direction? Except for Liam. Liam's going to love it. But then again, Liam has two different sets of shoes every day. One of them a pump. The other one a sensible fucking flip-flop. I thought I just thought it was consistent with... Um... Lincoln, give me a wink. You know what I think we ought to do, guys? Give all of our monies to checks. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Guys, drool. Girls, roll. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. All of our money? Fez, you wear a ring? No, I don't. Ever been in an engagement? Never. Ever dated? Nope. Why are you excited about this story? 
Oh, because Owen and I went the other direction on it? I didn't know Owen and I talked about it. Just asking. What's the story on it? My engagement? Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you wish that Michael Bublé would shit on people's graves? I'm all for it, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. So what are you saying? Why do you like this? So much class? I thought it was classy. I thought it was a nice equality move. Because I've talked about equality in marriage before, and I thought this was a nice symbol of that. What was your equality of marriage? I never knew you as Mr. Equality. You hate women. When would you be the equality guy? Of everybody being able to get married. Oh, and you thought that he couldn't get married without an engagement ring? No, I knew he could, but I thought this is showing how uh, people, excuse me, are equal partners. <sighs> equal behavior and equal uh, life is different, right? I guess Is so. it equality if you say we all have to fucking cook at the same time, we all have to take out the trash together? Is that equality? Well, uh, it seems like it. So that's what you would want. Everybody to do the same thing. No, but it's just showing that one isn't subservient to the other. Isn't what to the other? Subservient. Mm. Uh, Kyle, you're on Run Affairs. Hey, Ron. Yeah. Yeah, what do you got? Hey, just want to uh, let you know you turned me on to Sharon Jones a few years ago. Absolutely love her. Great to hear you today. But uh, I want to see if you have uh, ever heard of Mofro and J.J. Gray. You know what's funny? Earl has been sending me both of those. Really? And I'm like, Earl, how much soul can I have in my life right now? Now I'm a little bit sad because I don't tend to uh, code myself there with Earl. But uh, Oh, Earl knows music. Don't ever, don't ever worry that Earl doesn't understand music. He's, uh, he's devoted. He's Good absolutely point, uh, devoted. Good point. Well, check them out sometime. Uh, La Lucia, Mofro. Uh, you should play that. You'd love it. And yeah. then Orange Blossoms is another one. All right. Thank you, my friend. So, Quality Fest? Yeah, I thought, I thought that's what Michael Buble's engagement ring was representing. Who buys it for him? I believe he bought it himself. Like, so, how's that equal? He bought he, a set. He buys hers, and then he buys his. Probably not equal in that respect. Mm. Coming up on August 19th, we're going to have Unmasked with very special guest Michael McKeon. If you want to be part of that studio audience and you're requesting, tweet it to 202 Friends on Twitter.com. you got to be here by 3.30. That's going on here at the Sirius XM Satellite Radio Studios. August 19th, a week from this Thursday. Lenny, you're on running Fez. Hi, Fezzy. What do you want? Me, Chuck Wagon. I don't care. God, hey, it was so good not to hear your voice. Fez. The male version of Lady Trucker. What do you want, fat ass? What does cum taste like? Mm-hmm. Check the recipes at your restaurant. Fag. Was that really him? I have no idea. At least it's somebody who tries to be him. 
Uh, Jam, you're on my face. Yeah, why does it have to be a man-gagement ring instead of an engagement ring? I think that's just the cute name that they're giving it. Well, then she does she have a woman-gagement ring? No, I think hers is still an engagement. I think that's what it's called in the United States. I think in Argentina it is just called engagement ring. Um, Andy, you're on running fuzz. Hey, guys. I, 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 regardless of the man engagement ring, I lost you, bro. Lost you. Matt, Ron and Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Uh, Fez, you're such a big, uh, you know, proponent for uh, equality in the relationship. Why don't you do some equality by putting some uh, minutes into the airtime here? Um, He's been very strong today. Very, very strong today, Fez. What's going on? What just happened? Just, a, just some panic. You all right? Was it the fight with what's his name? Yeah, the, just the it, wagon? it just got me pissed off. So, so ends 100 days, 100 nights. We didn't make it one day or one night. I thought you were doing very good today, but you just angry about Chuck Wagon? Yeah, then I get uh, then. Ooh, I just get trouble. I have trouble getting my air in. Um, you got it in now? Not quite. Uh, Phil, you're on my Fez. Hey, how's Corky? Is he still with us? Fez doesn't want to discuss his personal life, Phil. That's something you said you wouldn't bring up anymore, your personal life? Yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah. You guess? Right, yeah. Even though I've already broken that rule, too. What did you do? Well, I talked about my shrinks. And you didn't plan to anymore? No, I was trying... Yeah. I thought you were having a very strong day. Very strong day. Um, so, you're on my Fez. Hey, buddy. Hey. hey, I just wanted to switch it up a little bit, but, uh, Sensei, you're on fire with the comeback today. He you is. shut down both Lady Trucker and Chuck Wagon, so you got to, uh, I hate to say it, you have nothing to panic about, but, dude, you got to look at the positives. You shut them down. Uh, it is. You got, you attacked them both about their weight. I'm sorry? Um, by the way, Sherwin Sleed. Uh, is a huge Ro Roger Ebert Twitter fan. Um, some of the people over at Molly's right now, uh, the girls are trying to get something up that if you go in there and you hear Sleeve's songs, free minis. Free mini if you happen to be there when Sleeves is rocking out Molly's. In the chocolate underground, I found a butterfinger buried. Butterscotch and ocean peanut butter all were married. Molly's cup, 
Cakes won the cupcake wars Now you can eat your Ronnie B and listen more If you sink into the frosting of this sinful culinary Delicious buttercup of cake you'll be forever merry Molly's cup Cakes won the cupcake wars Eat the winning Ronnie B and listen to his show That's a delicious cupcake Um, by the way Lady Trucker already tweeted. I don't know how she does this while she's driving a truck. Dangerous. Uh, a sandwich in the other hand. If you could go 100 days without crying, I will never call your show again. Today you tried, right, Fuzz? Today was supposed to be the first day. It didn't work out. What was it that got you? I just got pissed off and then went into a panic. And the panic leads to the tears. What do the tears lead to? A pot of gold? Unicorn? I wish. They say unicorn uh, tears are healing. Uh, Larry, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, buddies. Yeah. Hey, Fezzy. Yes. You got to think about all the haters. Just fuck them, man. Just fuck them. Exactly. Just fuck them all but nine, Fezzy. As all you ever need in your life is nine people. And fuck all the rest of them. I didn't know you needed a full nine. Well, if you want to have a softball team. Mike, you're on my face. Fezzi, you're on fire, buddy. Don't yes. worry about anything. Uh, one quick question. Do you have any kids? No, I don't have any kids. I'm still just practicing. So you really like doing that line now? No, but that's what it's... It's all I'm able to think of. Snooky from the Jersey Shore, she was talking about her arrest on the beach when she got thrown in the drunk tank. And she said, it, um, you know, that's all that happened was she had a couple of cocktails. She had to sober up in the drunk tank. And she added that it happens to the best of everyone. I think this could be the problem with her thinking, where it doesn't happen to the best of everyone. I don't know if Stephen Hawking's ever been hauled off the beach with his overly tanned chest uh, flopping in the wind. Uh, so I don't know if it does happen to the best of everyone. You see it as uncommon? I see it as a little bit uncommon, yes. How many people do you think that you're doing with this show today have gotten a drunk and disorderly? Do you think any of us have? Um, Probably, yeah. Um, have you ever got one? No, I haven't. Do you think I have, or do you think Hicks has? May have, yes. I'll say yes. So, which is it? Yes. All right, so that would be, out of the three of us, you would think that 66% of us have had this happen. Oh, so more common than I realize. I think for drinkers, getting picked up for drunk and disorderly is fairly fucking common. What age did you get, Hicks? Uh, 18, I think I got picked up for that. Yeah, I got my first at fucking 14. We're knocking over fucking mailboxes with our shoulders. They followed fucking knockdown fucking mailboxes all the way to us. That's they fucked. just followed it like it was fucking breadcrumbs. Yeah, uh, I don't know anybody who has a fucking been picked up on it, particularly down at the Jersey Shore. 
Everybody fucking... It's just... It's not like going to jail. It's like spending a night in a lockup. It's the place to fucking sober up. Yeah, you sober up. You fucking end up getting that thing that says you could either appear at court or yeah. just pay the fucking <laughs> fine. You're going to like this... Just forget about this whole thing. Then you then you got a nice story, though, when you're back on the beach. Um... 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Jeff, you're on running Fez. Hey, Ram, it's happening. Yeah. Uh, I went and talked to uh, Mike Kaka yesterday. He let me try his glasses. Oh, he's very good that way. Now, did you get to hear the song? I did not hear the song, but uh, they have uh, in the bathroom that says, uh, I will not uh, talk to Ron Bennington. Written on there. Yeah, they have these like little notes from the other cupcakes to the Ronnie B cupcake. I don't understand it all, but apparently the girls think it's delightful. But uh, you can get not only try on the glasses, but if you get them to play the sleeve song, all the girls will dance in a line, and uh, Mike will be at the top of it. Like it's all crazy this thing that they do. Um, Jeff, Ohio. Hey, uh. Says, you should understand, you know, panic leads to fear, fear leads to anger, and anger leads to listening to the XM uh, uh, Star Wars special over on 139, Thursday through Sunday. Well, what's that all about? Mm. My Queen Elizabeth actually write this. Uh, try 100, se- 100 seconds, big girl, then 100 minutes, etc., etc., um, let's go over here to um, Paul. Paul, you're on first. Hey, Ronnie. I, uh, I, when I was 20, I got my first, uh, my only um, drunken disorder in New Orleans and had to spend the night in the drunk tank in that town, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you get fucking thrown in there with the other slobs and you just like, let's just keep this as the fucked up people. Let's not fucking let anybody who's real in here. She was a big drunken mess that day, though. She didn't need to sleep it off. Oh, yeah. She was basically out on her feet. I just hope that Ronnie and Sammy get back together. I don't know if that's going to happen. Dude, he said, I love you. This is why it's so awful to be me. I love you. All right? You don't talk to me. You don't talk to the situation. That is over for you now. This is the shirt before the shirt. Hasn't just about that whole show been picked up at one time or another? Yeah, maybe one of them hasn't been arrested. But I know Ronnie's gotten bagged up. Fucking Stokey's been bagged up. Situation has to have something in his past. I don't think the situation is much of a partier. I was watching that show while everybody else was getting wrecked. He looked like he was drinking a club soda to me. He never, he's never seemed like super fucked up. Maybe like right. fucked up back at the house, maybe in the hot tub or whatever. But never like fall down drunk. They were seemed all very surprised when Ronnie got that drunk. When yeah. He was falling down. It, what's the big fucking deal? He's blacked out. Uh, Mike, you're on the Ron Fez show. Yeah, I was up at Hamden Beach, uh, New Hampshire. Got pulled over by a horse cop. Uh, I was on a bike doing donuts in the middle of the street. Got drunk and disorderly. Really? That's pretty funny. Uh, Mike, Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Take holder 1229. Let me do this. Face! Remember him? Face, uh, face, face! God, do I miss Dave. 
Mm. Um, hey, Ron, have you gone over to uh, Earl's blog lately and uh, checked out these random New York City picks? Now, Fucking believe random. it or not, I only found out about Earl's blog seconds ago. I just had this sent to me. HTG sent it over. Earl's rocking a blog. And uh, let's see what his last thing is. It looks like a fourth grader put it together. It is. This is something he just put up. A hundred days, a hundred nights, doesn't even last a hundred minutes. Uh, and then he writes powerful words I saw in a building. Same building, but front view. He's very funny. Look before you cross. He's just got all kinds of New York pictures. The old and new clash in Brooklyn. Here's some subway shots. An artist I love. Earl Douglas rocking his own blog. One of those pictures is just a picture of a wall of a fucking subway. Yeah. At York Avenue. What the fuck? Well, maybe people around the fucking country would love to see that. He's wordpressing this shit. Come on, Fezzy, jump back into it, buddy. You only got an hour to go. Right? Yep. You let that guy get to you. How many years now has he been bothering you? It's been a few now. I always forget his name. What's his name? Chuck Wagon. Oh, yeah, Chuck Wagon. Why do you let him get you so upset? I just get pissed off and I can't control it. And it just it's just so fucking annoying. Why? Why him? Because it's, I just hate the the whole attitude of it, of the high fuzzy. It's just I can't stand the sound of his voice. It puts me off instantly. Yeah, absolutely. It, and it's just and the the whole thing of just thinking that it's clever or that it's funny. It's just ridiculous. Well, this happened what, like twenty minutes ago? Uh huh. Don't hold on to it. I don't even know if it was him. Right, that's just what I have to go by. Because sometimes there's been fake ones. Right. Who are all, who are just as annoying. They're annoyed today. Yes. Um. Want to take a little break? Well, we do this. We'll take a little break and pull it back together. It is the Ron and Fez show. We are here on, I'm going to guess, a weekday. I don't want to bring this up to uh, Hicks. Lady Gaga, Does she? did she even belong at Lollapalooza? Some people were saying, stole the entire thing. We'll be right back, Ron and Fez show. Ronnie B, Fezzy W. Ron Fez, Sirius 197, XM202, The Virus. It's the Ron and Fez Show. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 
Ron Zero Fest. Um, I saw a movie last night called Tillman about Pat Tillman, the St. Louis Cardinal, who, uh, while he was a starting football player with the Cards in Arizona, quit, went over to Afghanistan, um, joined the Army Rangers, uh, was killed over there, and the movie is basically his family trying to find out what happened to him as a documentary so they could find out what happened with their son, brother, husband. Um, it is so infuriating at different times in this movie. And by the way, I honestly do think this is one of those movies people need to see. Uh, whether you're pro-military, whether you're anti-military, whether you're on the Democrats or Republican side, occasionally a guy who comes along like this who serves people and we have the right and actually in my opinion the obligation to look into it as american citizens because even if you're not for the war you're still more or less for the war it means your country over there um and pat tillman not an easy guy to explain i don't think the right could own him i don't think the left could own him he is uh Definitely somewhat of a critical thinker who went his own way. But it's a, a fascinating story and heartbreaking. But there are times in this movie I was so angry at the media, uh, at some of the higher-ups in the military, certainly at the Congress. Uh, NFL had me angry at certain points. The NCAA had me angry at certain points. Is fucking everybody in this country will use anything to their advantage. I'm, I don't know. I don't know uh, who to fucking believe in anymore. I'll cross the board. I'll cross the board. But I did uh, hear this from my chick as I'm sitting there watching the movie. She goes, do you really have to eat that popcorn now? I'm like, what? I'm at the movies. But, you know, it's a, it's a documentary. It's a serious thing, and there I am eating popcorn. Popcorn isn't serious food? I said this. I can mourn and have a little healthy snack at the same time. Why don't you get some butter on that? Uh, we don't believe in it. Even though Fez claims that all popcorn tastes like butter, you said from oil, it's just simply not true. Uh, all right, I'm going to try to get the director in to do the show or the producer. Um, it's a tough fucking story, though. Check it out. Tillman opening up. Do you know when? Is it next week it starts? It kind of rolls out around the country. Yeah, yeah, it rolls it, yeah. No. It's one you really need to see. All right, Lady Gaga at Lollapalooza. Uh, Hicks, I don't know whether you saw any of the pictures there, but she went crowd surfing, and it looks like kids could have got killed during the crowd surfing event. Surprised that little pussy wasn't getting grabbed. I think it did a couple times, but she's re-celibate. She's a born-again virgin. Uh, but do you think she even belongs there at Lollapalooza? I personally don't think she's too big of a fucking pop act. Right. Regarding everything, like, don't think of anything else. She's just a pop star. Right. When it boils down to, she just like, fucking makes bad pop music. So what has Lollapalooza become that suddenly now we're going to have pop stars there? Oh, it's just Perry Farrell just trying to fucking re-salvage the, 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 the whole thing. Isn't really. that bad of shape? I would think so, yeah. 
I mean, but might I as well know. fucking I thought fight since these guys they went, over. I, I thought once they went to Chicago full time, it was a way of doing this. Yeah, that was that was like step one into in making it big again. And I guess, but you're gonna have to get these giant acts to come there and fucking go crazy and you know make the headlines. Yeah, it's not exactly what you were looking for. We know that she can uh, sell out fucking stadiums. Yeah, I read uh, Perry Farrell was going crazy. I think he he really likes her. I think he was just really happy to have Ron. It's odd how many people like her. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to um, me. The crowd must have been into her, and they were a Lollapalooza crowd. Well, no, was... they, those were her fans. She could draw her own fans. She doesn't need, she's not an alternative act. And her normal opening act was the band that was playing when she came on. Like, she first came on and fucking sang with them. And... So she kind of fucking greased the wheels to make yeah. sure she just didn't come popping up in the middle of this weird thing. Yeah. She didn't come on after Soundgarden. Or kick Arcade Fire off the stage. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't exactly work that way. Uh, Reggie in Chicago, you got an update? I would like to hear a spy report. Spy report. Spy report. By anybody who saw this thing. Spy report. Reggie in Chicago, you're on Running Fuzz. Yeah, I was out there this weekend, you know. As they have, like, Lady Gaga on one side of the park, a full mile down, they got the strokes. So <clears throat> you can really watch whatever you want. And it had, like, record attendance this year, too. So it, has, it, it is doing well. Um, but more and more people watching Lady Gaga or the Strokes? Um, I think it was a pretty good split. You know, it was it was easier on Sunday to see that Arcade Fire dominated, the, like, the Soundguard reunion, but it was a pretty good split for all the people that were there. Why uh, fucking put them on at the same time, though? I mean, every one of those acts that you said, I'd want to see even all of them, That's including Lady Gaga. Yeah, I think... I think the Arcade Fire Soundgarden thing was the hardest decision for people to make. Yeah. But I personally am not into Gaga, and the Strokes just destroyed. No, I would, but I would like to just see it just to be there when someone was at their peak, even if I wasn't into it. But when someone is that big and they're playing, you know, it's kind of like, all right, this is their one time in the world. Um, all right, let's go over to Greg, Jersey. You're on Running Fez. Yeah, what's going on, guys? Yeah. Uh, listen, I want to defend uh, Lady Gaga being on Lollapalooza. And I, let me preface this by saying I'm, I'm a metalhead. I listen to, like, Slayer, uh, Lamb of God. Basically, How cool. I know. I'm awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but I, what I'm saying is I don't listen to pop music, all right, Ron? So, But I saw this Lady Gaga in concert. I got dragged to the show. She was fantastic. She's a classically trained piano player. She wasn't lip syncing. I mean, this, this girl has talent. You can't deny it. So is there any other pop box that you like? No, it's literally, it's just fucking Lady Gaga. She's all for you, Lady Gaga. She's great. And, and Lollapalooza shit the bed a long time ago. They had fucking Kanye West on last year, so let her do her thing. All right, Pace. Uh, that is true. Um, you do, uh, there's always been uh, pop acts uh, popping up here. Sean and Philly, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, how's it going, guy? Good. Um, yeah, I was there. I saw Lady Gaga jump on the stage. I had never heard of the band that we were watching. So I'm standing there, and all of a sudden, it was just a wave of kids just running to the front of the stage. And then she just jumps in. Looks like she was buck naked from where I was standing. I had no clue what the hell was going on, and it was just a mob scene. There were security guards everywhere, and I had, like no one knew what the hell was going on when, when she jumped on stage. 
So it was just out of control, man. Yeah, I thought that that was like a bizarre thing. I saw the picture in the post where there's some kids were being stampeded, uh, stampeded underneath because uh, it was so packed. I don't think that when you're that big of a star and everything is pitching at that thing, it's a smart idea to hop into the crowd. No, I, I saw you. I saw the pictures too. I thought I'm surprised you got back onto that stage yeah, after but the surfing. Jesus. I, I looked over at some of the other like little girls that were like. 15 feet from her, and they were being just crushed. It was an awful picture, some of it. I don't like to see those pictures, people jammed together like that. Buzz Watley, seems like you're uh, twirling over there. What's going on, buddy? I'm just having a little trouble getting myself, uh, getting my body back under control. Just a little bit of panic making me fidgety. Still from that one guy, that fucking chuck wagon? It started, and then I haven't been able to get the lid back down on it. What do you mean by lid back down? Uh, to just... Get that panic to subside. I got a lot of people writing to me about um, horror movies that I should see because I kind of ran down horror movies. And now people are bringing me up this last exorcism, which I caught a little of the clip on Leno last night. It looks like another shaky cam picture done cheaply. Uh, yeah, it's basically in the style of Blair Witch. They're even it's all Blair it like Witch. That. Yeah. yeah. Because the, the premise is a guy who's shooting his own documentary, a guy who just cons people where he you know, performs exorcisms, but then he runs into someone who's re- a real exorcism. And, but it's all, yeah, it's all like he's shooting a documentary to expose himself and fucking make money off of it. Do you believe in the devil at all, Hicks? No, I don't believe in the devil. Fez, you? No, I don't believe there's the devil. I think there's evil around, but I don't think there's one entity causing it. Well, where does evil come from then? I think it just comes from people. People are people are evil. People, yeah, people have evil tendencies. Could you get? But could uh, outside evil enter you, or each person makes it up themselves? Um, I think each person makes it up themselves. Fez Watley, bringing the truth to us today. Critical thinker, scientific man, Fez Watley. Not buying into the devil. I think I might want to see this Exorcist movie. Because one of the all-time scariest movies to me was The Exorcist. Yeah, scary as shit. Scary as fuck. And this is another little girl, right? Yeah, no. little girl. It's almost like a remake without paying for it. Basically, yeah. Let's just take Exorcism thrown in there. Oh. Uh, Look who it is. It's my good friend G-Baby. The man who knows what's happening with films before... Even the filmmakers do. Gee, baby, how are you, pal? I'm good, buddy. How are you? I'm waiting for that Scott Pilgrim this weekend. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm excited to see it again, though. I mean, that first reaction I had was uh, I might have been a little under it, but I mean, you told me you're going to be. You said you're going to spend the weekend at Eat, Pray, Love all weekend. I think it's going to win the weekend. I do think you really? That's happen. Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to. I'm just going to make this official on Twitter later, but I think Eat, Pray, Love won. With about 27, Expendables is going to be close to like 25, and then Pilgrim's going to come in third with like 15. Wow, Fez, you saying the same thing? No, I'm seeing Expendables number one, I'll say with 32. Um, I'm trying to think of what came out. Oh, the other guys, I think, stays in number two. Wow. Above these, uh, above... And eat, pray, love. Yep, and eat, pray, love, third, with probably about 18 million. Wow, Fez Watley. 
crushing the thoughts and the minds of a studio all in one swing. Uh, so you saw this horror movie, G-Baby? Oh, yeah, Last Exorcism. Yeah, I played at the L.A. Film Festival a couple months ago. Um, you're, you're absolutely right. It's very much in the vein of, uh, of Blair Witch or Paranormal Activity, but it's got a bigger budget than those. Um, so if you're into that, like, realism, horror thing, it's not bad, um, but it didn't really scare me. It wasn't anything I hadn't seen before. It kind of, uh, kind of a little out there at the end, but, uh, if you're into horror movies, it was definitely, it was, it was a, you know, a cool little entry into that genre, but it wasn't anything you need to run out and see. Yeah, I'm actually not even into horror movies at all. I don't like any right, of them, no, no. particularly slasher films. But then a lot of people wrote to me, Going, you got to try this. And I'm like, maybe I'll try one of them. You know, maybe there's just one horror. And this one, because I did see Blair Witch years ago. And I thought it was like great that the guys could pull it off on no budget. But I can't remember being overly scared at it. No, it annoyed me when I actually got to see it. It did annoy you? Yeah, I was like, oh, this is so stupid. Don't even say anything. What are these stupid things they made in the fucking woods? Yeah, it's funny, Ron. I actually tried to call him last week, but uh, I, I wasn't able to get through. You guys were talking about the Saw movies and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like funny. I, those, their movies are not very good, but I, I, I watch them all because it's really like, it's serialized movies. If they were on TV, if you took the blood out of those movies and put them on TV and they're on every week, you'd be into it as a TV show. Because really? literally, it, yeah, because it picks up right where the last one left off. It flips on the other one. Like the, I think I don't. I could be wrong. I think like the fourth movie is basically happens at the exact same time as the third movie, but on a different, you know, in a different place. So it's got some cool little narrative things like that. It would be a great TV show. So like I watch it for that. I'm like, damn, I gotta know what happens next. I gotta go see Saw Seven. Wow, I uh, had no idea it yeah, worked this way. Yeah, they're not actually that great as a movie. Like if you went to walk in to see like Saw Six, you'd be like, I don't know what's going on. And it's kind of stupid, but, you know, if you sort of follow the characters, it's like a TV show you can't stop watching. Now, Hicks, what don't I like about what he told me that he couldn't get through? Why doesn't G-Baby have the hotline? I don't know. I thought he did, but uh, he will have it shortly. I'm going to put you on hold, G-Baby, and make sure you get the hotline. All right, excellent. And you and Fez Watley are up against each other here on what's going to win the weekend. Fez Watley picks... I pick the Expendables to win the weekend. And G baby, you picked Eat, Pray, Love. I do. All right, one of you will be dancing at the top of the Ron Bennington Cupcake on Monday. The other, hundred days, hundred nights. Um, make sure he gets that number. That's G baby. God damn it. He is my connection to Hollywood. Uh, oh, I forgot to even about this. I'm supposed to call Paul O tonight after 12. After 12 midnight? Mm hmm Who does he think he is, Cinderella? He works an overnight midnight thing. Yeah, but that's still putting someone out to have it wait till midnight to call. Why am I put out? What time am I fucking go to bed? 10? I'm not in fucking fourth grade. What time are you crashing out at night? Um, I usually, about 1 o'clock is when I try to start laying down. So the midnight thing wouldn't be a hard thing for you either. Yeah, but it's still, he wants, he's wanting the phone call. It should be on your schedule, not his. I don't have a schedule. He should be seeing what, he should be You're asking. afraid to call me too, aren't you? You never call me at all. You just send me texts. Or sometimes, uh, I don't even remember the last time you gave me a call about something. 
You're the text guy. Yeah, uh, I'll do email if it's um, email. I usually go to if it's like uh, different information that I'm afraid I'm going to forget. Fez never calls me. If I call Fez, you know what he says every time? What? Hi, buddy. Hi, buddy. That's the beginning of every fucking call. I've noticed that when he picks up calls in the office, and if he goes, "Hi, buddy," that I think that's Ron. <laughs> I think it could be Ron. No, do you say hi, buddy, to anybody else? Um, I think it is. I think I say it to guys. Yeah. What are the guys you hi, buddy, in? Well, like my brothers or my dad. All right, then get me out of that. I don't want to be in the same thing as them. I want you to say hi, Ronald. What about calling dog? What's up, dog? What's wrong with diggity? Um, <laughs> you're not afraid to call. Now, the people that will call me, Earl, Z-Man, emails, though, we do get emails. And now, Ron and Fez, the show of the future, brings you... Electronic mail. Mail sent electronically. Uh, this one is from Mafia Life Chris, and he writes to us, Of course, as an, as an Uber fan, I even noticed that, as an Uber fan and diehard lover of the show, I've been catching up with RBI and Best Ofs. Olive Garden actually has good tasting food, despite the, the hackness, just saying. Now, I don't know how long and how behind he is, because I don't remember us bringing this up, but I think one day he tweeted that he was enjoying Olive Garden, and we said that he can't be a real Brooklyn Italian. That must have been a really long time ago. In three months, Mafia Life Chris, you will get this message and hear me say, I stand by my word. Unlimited breadsticks, though. Yeah, the uh, limit for me is one. I ate a place in Newark the other day during my Jersey getaway. I was just like the Sopranos, Fez. I was all over Jersey, including the fabulous Asbury Park. I was at an old-school Italian restaurant that was so fucking delicious. I don't even think I want to give it up. What I want to do is see if Hard Rock Johnny knows about it the next time I talk to Johnny. Very, very strong. A tavern is all I'm going to say in Newark. Killed. Killed. Now, Fez, I know you like the same diner every night, same food as last week. Yep. I can't live that way. You know what I like? What do you like? Delicious food. Um, this one, another email for us. says, first off, I love the show. Currently on a long road trip from Illinois to South Carolina. Stopped at a restaurant, rest area to use the bathroom. Sat on the toilet and realized it was still warm from the previous person. I find this to be one of the most disturbing things that can happen to a person. What things do you find most disturbing in life? Well, that is a gross one. It's a fucking gross situation because you know it's still warm from ass sweat. Does anything up there with the warm toilet seat for you? 
Um, that that is so really bad. The warm toilet seat. Right. But um, I th- just seen someone spit on the ground. Really. Yeah, and if I even though even being in shoes, if I realize if I look down and see that I've stepped in someone's loogie, mm. it just oh that just gnarls me. And you even said before that the the idea of French kissing just grosses you out. Right. Yeah. The the twice uh, it's been kind of forced upon you, and twice you pulled out. Yeah, and what I mean, and both times I almost like threw up. I heard that while while I was do- in the middle of the act. I heard that from a person who tried that with you. A lady, I'll say. Years ago. Someone that liked you quite a bit leaned over to give Fez a kiss and said, the way you yanked your head back from them, they've never stopped thinking about it. Mm. Well, I did, I did, uh, the attempt was not to let it, let it be noticed, but... Yeah, there's something about that that, well, that I cannot get into. That was the last night of the friendship, remember? Oh, okay, yes. Yes, I do. Uh, for me, I'm sorry. It's still a fucking uh, hair that can be found in any type of food. Uh. Even though, again, why are you grossed out? You know, it's not like you haven't kissed someone on the top of the head, their hair, the hair is only... You're fine with it. But for some reason, the second... That it's out, it's the most horrible thing in the world. A shower hair or a bar of soap hair is awful. Uh, Mark, you're in Fez. Hey, buddies. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking about eat, pray, and love. If Fez was to make a movie, would he call it Eat, Cry, and Panic? Fez, that's not a bad idea. You do a little parody of that. We just grab grab real things that you have in meltdowns. Called a trailer. And I, I'm really good at all three of those. Well, the eating, you just do it the same place. Place. Uh, Bob, Atlanta, uh, Alabama, you're in Fez. Hey, Fez, I got to agree with you on that French kiss, and if a dude stuck his tongue in my mouth, I'd be pissed off and grossed out also. What about a set of balls? Big set of hairy balls. Um, Tom and Tamper, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, Ron and Fez, I can't believe I'm actually talking to you guys. I'm a fan from back in the YNF days. I can't believe I'm talking to you, Tommy. This is great. This is awesome. Hey, listen, I know you don't like horror fans as a rule, Ronnie B, but if you want to see a really good mashup of the British crime genre and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, there's a movie called The Cottage. That's a British film from a couple of years ago. The star of it is a guy that played Gollum in Lord of the Rings, and he, it's these two brothers. One's like a thug, and another one's kind of like a bumbling guy, and they kidnap this chick, and starts out, like I said, sort of like Snatch, and then it turns into Texas Chainsaw Massacre halfway through the movie, and it's fucking hilarious, and it's a really good movie. Highly recommend it. All right, bro. I appreciate it. Boy, people even describe horror to me. Makes me not want to say it. Johnny Kansas, you're on Fez. Kissing your dad or grandpa on the side of the face, the whiskers just grossed me out. Horrible. Hate it. Hate it, Ronnie. Um, Fez likes it, though. I don't know how uh, women can put up with a guy... Who needs a shave? I don't know how they do it. Um, Chris, New York, you're in Ronnie Fez. Hey, Ronnie. How about uh, going down on a chick who doesn't tell you she's on her period? Well, why wouldn't she say? Because she's a bitch or she's nasty. She wants you to earn your red wings without you knowing. All right, peace. I mean, look, she at least has to fucking grab your collar and say, hey, 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 before you get into that. 
Is that something you can see yourself doing, Fez? No. Uh, Paul, you're on Fez. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Uh, one of the disturbing experiences I don't like to see is two guys holding a hand and kissing. I don't need to see that. Uh, we see where this is turning into, Fez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little anti-gay. We'll try to move it on, then. Well, I thought it was interesting enough because, uh, yeah, that toilet seat thing, I've, oh, I've always had that. I know that, but if they keep turning it into the anti-gay, should we move or stay? It's up to you. You want to stay with it? Um, stay. There may be some good things in there between the idiots. John, you're on Fez. Oh, yeah, Ronnie, I just want to ask Fez if he's ever been, like, going down on a girl and he got a pube in the back of his mouth, because that's the fucking worst, man. Move on, Fez. Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Emails, we do get emails. And now, Ron and Fez, the show of the future, brings you... Electronic mail. Mail sent electronically. Uh, this is from a uh, young lady who says, I recently got a call from my ex-boyfriend's little sister. Um, she told me she has hepatitis C, which she was uh, contracted while shooting up a while back, and then still drinking heavily on a daily basis. She sounded so desperate, incredibly lonely. She asked if she could come up and visit me. I moved down to Nashville. I said, yeah. She's coming up uh, in between my break at semesters in school. And the question is, do I drink with her or not? I know that she's an adult and needs to make her own choices. On her other hand, if I drink with her and find out she dies in a couple months, I'll feel partly responsible. Uh, If you can see a happy medium in this, or alternate one, I'd love to hear it so much. That's from Mary. Uh, Hicks? You got a person you know is hurting themselves. Do you join in with it? Uh, yeah, I'll join in with them, sure. Even though they're killing yourself? Yeah, I mean, if they want to fucking drink, I mean, I'm not, if they're fucking already this bad off, uh, and I would, they would probably know that I want them to stop, but if they're not, then fuck it, might as well go all in with them. Uh, what about you, Fizz? I would say no. No, I wouldn't drink with this girl. It just—it's uh, the the woman who wrote the email already feels bad about it, and she hasn't had the first drink. She's not going to be able to enjoy having a be- even one beer with sounds this like, chick. It sounds like she would be able to drink. Some people, you know what I mean, like them drink. They're either going to drink apart or with. It's a tough call. It's a tough call. I can see both sides of it. Number one, it is the person's right, but two, you don't have to fucking jump in with her. But then, like she said, this person sounded lonely and desperate as it was already. You know, somebody she cares about. Uh, John, you're on a fez. Yeah, I just want to talk about something that really kind of skeeves you out. Yeah. Uh, you're trying to get with this girl. You're getting all worked up, and you get things going. And you pull down those pants, and you see this ridiculous 80s bush. Forget it. I'm done. Uh, Hicks, you're great now. Gross. It's pretty nasty. I'm not a big fan of that, of hair anywhere. Quite disgusting. Uh, so you're the exact opposite of a turtle who 
got freaked out by saying a bear one the other night. Yeah, that what the fuck are you talking doing? I hate that show so much. Mm. One of them can't fuck ass, and the other one's fucking fucking scared of ball pussy. This is ridiculous. Yeah, one that, of them's ass, his ass is out pissed drunk. You know, and it also was a thirty-year-old man who should have had this entire adult life. He grew up in the thousands. Right. <laughs> it's not like this is fucking hot tub time machine where he came here from '83 and doesn't know. It really grew to hate for turtle. Uh, 866 run zero fez 866 run zero fez uh, Another email here. This You hate Turtle now? Yeah. Him and his stupid fucking money-making schemes. Um, this one says, Dear Run and Fez, with the new stadium for the 49ers uh, built 50 miles away from San Francisco... Should the team change its name to the San Jose 49ers, especially considering more people live in San Jose than San Francisco? Uh, and then he writes, thank you for your guidance and opinion. Uh, yes or no? Uh, Fez Watley, you're an NFL guy there. I'd say yes. You're closer to San Jose now. That's the town. That's the city. That's, and San, San Jose is a big enough city that you could put it on the team name. Um, I don't think it's like Irving. I think it's different than like Irving, Texas. You've basically moved to another major California city. Well, look at your team, Tampa Bay Bucks. There's mm -hmm. no such thing as Tampa Bay. No. They're in Tampa. Would you be okay if they were just the Tampa Bucks? I could live with that. And then people would stop saying, it's great to be here in Tampa Bay and having the locals get fucking angry. It drives people nuts down there. Yeah, because you'd be standing in water if you were happy to be in Tampa Bay. Now let's look at the New Jersey Giants and the New Jersey Jets. They are a 100% New Jersey team and have been now well, well over 30 years. Uh, it goes back to this. They're not the San Francisco Giants. Uh, they're not the San Jose Giants. They're just the Giants. They, it would be like saying, oh, can we call you the San Francisco Googles or Apples? They don't belong to the fucking city. Only one. Only Green Bay can sit around. The people of Wisconsin can say we have a team. Everybody else just has a team that's sitting there. The fucking players aren't from that city. The owners aren't from that city. The coaches aren't from that city. It's every bit as fake as Fez Bush's wrestling would return to be. It's crazy to sit around and say that these are our towns. They're not. Um, one more of these email, Fez. And now... Ron and Fez, the show of the future, brings you... Electronic mail. Mail sent electronically. Uh, this one says... Ron, I was listening to the Thursday reply tonight. 
I think he means replay. Fez was saying how the Rays' attendance is down unless they play a major team like the dickhead Yankees. Um, hmm. I'm not sure that's what they're called. I thought it was New York Yankees. They may have moved closer to dickhead. I win, W-H-E-N, to Thursday game, which started at noon on a work day. 22K were in attendance on a noon game against the Twins. Fez just hates his hometown. Is he even going to back the Bucks this year? Did he forget that we won the Super Bowl? I hate no hometown pride. I just want to point out that Fez hates Tampa Bay and vaginas. Derek and Clearwater. Yeah, it's, uh, yes, I do hate the city of Tampa Bay for the way they treat the Rays. We just talked this over. They're not a, they're not a city. You got St. Pete, you got Tampa. You don't have the city of Tampa Bay. You grew up there, Fez. Yeah. Another first. The area does not support them. They don't get sellouts unless it's another team's fans out there. They got the second best record in baseball, and they're not being supported. They could be making another World Series run. And people don't show up. Yeah, I'm not going to be proud of that. Not going to wave your flag for you. It's ridiculous. Fez Watley, shocking and jocking today. Taking on his own hometown. I think you are rougher on your own hometown than anywhere else. Yeah, probably. I think, I, well, when you have a team that can go to the World Series. And yeah, but I mean don't... about all kinds of things. It's not just the sports aspect of it. But you're always a little bit tougher on on uh, Tampa and St. Pete. Matt, California, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, Ron and Fez, this is Matt from California. That's why I, I said your name. I just want to let you know the email that was sent to you about San Jose, the gentleman was misinformed. It's Santa Clara for the 49ers. Uh-huh. Well, and, is it closer uh, to San Jose? It's south of San Jose. Now, isn't Santa Clara where all the vampires are? Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. All the blood-sucking bastards. All right. I appreciate oh. it, buddy. That is a pretty long haul. When you're 50 miles outside of the city, that's a long haul. It's one thing to be 10, 15 miles. 50 miles, you start to lose the TV stations around there. Um, let's go over to Scott in Philly. You're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Uh, when you were talking about San Jose and uh, San Francisco 49ers, you went back to it and said, Giants and Giants. Ha, 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 ha. You should start crying. Yeah, I don't care that I fucked up. You made him. You made a mistake. Yeah, I did. Oh, come on. All right, let me try and cry. Act like somebody uh, cares about what they say on All right. the radio. All right, hold on. I'm going to try to get a cry going. I think I got one. Eh. Oh, come on. Try. Eh. Come on, Ronnie. I'm from eh. Philly. Give me a give That's not it. do it. I can't do it. Uh, Bruce, Louisiana, you're on Fez. Yeah, fuck Tampa Bay, Ronnie. They got the best fucking weather in the fucking country any day of the week, and they play baseball in a fucking dome. Fuck them in their fucking asses. Well, they worry that it's too hot and humid down there, particularly on uh, day games. But it is, there is incredible humidity. To have those people sit in that would be a rough thing to pull off. 
Uh, but the field does stink and the dome stinks. And not everybody needs to have a fucking big league ballpark. It doesn't make St. Pete a better place for having a big league ballpark. Stop acting like it does. Dino in Florida, you're on one of Fez. Hey, Fez, you're on fire today, buddy. Hey, the, the reason the Rays do not sell out every game is because they live in a or they play in a shit part of St. Pete. If they moved the stadium or if they built the field over on the other side of the bay near Raymond James where the Bucks play, they'd sell out every single game. No one wants to drive across the bay into a shitty neighborhood, get stabbed, fucking shot, trying to go to a, a Rays game. I forgot how pussy they are down there. That neighborhood is not that rough. I fucking sold cable down there walking around in the middle of the daytime with no fucking money. With money in my fucking pocket. And the city wouldn't vote uh, wouldn't vote in favor of giving them a new stadium. Which city? St. Petersburg. No reason why they should. They put up all the money. What was that, only 15 years ago? 12, 15 years ago? Fucking ridiculous that you can't pull off that stadium. Um, they never should have taken. They never fucking should have taken that. Uh, on that side of the base. She gave it to Tampa. Let's go over here to um, Brad, you're in How's it going, buddies? Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that stadium that they're planning on building, I do believe the city of Tampa is now interested. And it is a badass design, open air. Uh, you know, it could be really cool. But you know, that, that part of town, Ronnie, you're totally right. It's safe as hell. It's just that there's no parking and the stadium sucks. Yeah, I agree. Uh, they're talking about putting that newer stadium that they have, the open air one. Uh, would be out on the bay where you look out at the bay, where they have that little stadium now, the minor league one. They still have that fuzz. Um, I don't. Al Lang Field. I don't think they still have Al Lang Field. What did they put there? I think what happened there was I think something else went in there, like a like a brand new like minor league uh, stadium. So there's still a stadium there. That's what I'm talking about. They would put a fucking major league stadium there. Uh, Lisa, Jersey. Fez. Hey, hey guys, how you doing? Yeah. Um, I was just thinking, isn't 50 miles the TV blackout zone for games that aren't sold out? So a San Francisco game could possibly not be sold out, but still shown. Um, or vice versa, I should yeah. say. Well, it's really, it's 50 miles of the actual fucking station where the station is, not where the stadium is. But so you would have San Jose stations and San Francisco stations. That I don't know. See, I don't know that area where it starts to bleed over to each one. I didn't even know that San Jose was rocking more people than San Francisco. But the point is, San Francisco is still where, like, the urban center. The urban center. That freak you out that I said, the urban center? No. Mm -mm. What you lean on back like that for? I didn't realize I did. What was it about that statement? No, I think it was uh, being stupid about the other the, the other stadium statement. I didn't mean to. I said fucking no. Giants. I meant to say Niners. No, not you, me. What did you say? That I should have said, yes, there was still a stadium there. Mm. Not that the name changed. Uh, Doug, Florida, you're my face. Hey, Ronnie B., how you doing today? Oh, uh, no, I I just wanted to tell that, that caller, the reason they need a dome for the Rays is not the heat. It's no hotter down here than Cincinnati or St. Louis or Texas or Chicago, those places in the summertime, but the thunderstorms. You know, you put a retractable dome roof, keep it open, have natural grass, 
a new one, and and then you close it for the game so that the thunderstorms that roll through in the evening, you don't get rained out for batting practice in the game. That's why they need the, the dome, not because of the heat so much. Look, the fact of here is St. Pete, we brought this up before, it's not a big league town. Guess what? That doesn't make it a bad thing. There's a lot of great places that aren't big league towns. You get a lot of benefits when you're not an urban area. This was a vacation land. Keep it that way. There's no reason that you that everybody out there should want a fucking stadium. For some reason, people get in the back of their head. I want to be uh, New York. I just want to be New York. Well, you're not fucking New York. Be the best St. Pete that you can. Um, Trev, Florida, you're on my face. Hey, Ronnie. Uh, let me preface this first by saying I'm not a real big baseball fan. Yeah. But a bunch of guys from work one time, they wanted to go down there when the Yankees came to town, which is always when everybody wants to go. Right. And I wasn't really excited about it. And they, and they were kind of figuring, they said, why don't you want to go? And I said, well, you know, the thought of sitting out there drunk in the sun for three, because it was a, it was a doubleheader on Saturday and then a single game on Sunday. And they're like, no, it's closed in. It's air conditioned. I, I kind of enjoyed it, to be honest with you, because I knew we were going to get blasted the whole time we were there. And I had no, no, was not looking forward to sitting in the sun roasting drunk, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, you're not what I would call a baseball purist. Um, the stadium isn't built for you. You were given a ticket once in the entire, what, 12 years that they've had a ball team there? So it doesn't exactly cover what we're talking about. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Coming up on next Thursday, there's a week from tomorrow, another Unmasked. This time with Lenny from Lenny and Squiggy, David saying Hubbins, Michael McKean. Uh, Michael McKean, make sure uh, you send it over to 202 Friends. Try to get in on the very next unmasked um let's go over here to phil and you're on fish show hey ronnie b hey yeah. Fizzy. hey yeah san jose they're also planning on moving the a's down there too they're in the midst of a, uh, a boat and all that stuff so they want to move the a's down there because there's a bigger market oakland can't support it or oakland uh just down and out time for the a's to move to san jose yeah, oakland's been face? struggling i would say um, my entire lifetime, my entire lifetime, people in Oakland were saying bad times for Oakland. Uh, Mike Jersey, you're on my Fez. Hey, Ronnie Fez. Uh, hey, Ron, you got it dead on. It's not the fact that it's a bad neighborhood. You know, look at the Yankees, look at the Oakland Raiders. It's not the fact that it's hot. I mean, look at them. I mean, I think everyone forgets about the Marlins. They play in Miami with no roof above them. It's that it's a vacation area. I don't know anyone who, everyone I know who goes to Tampa is going there on vacation. So that's why they all go to Yankee games. It's not really a big baseball town. It's just vacation land. Thanks, guys. Take care. It's not even a big baseball town. It's not a big football town. It's Florida. The whole fucking reason to move to Florida was to always drop out. Drop out of the rat race. I don't know why people act like, I want to leave the Northeast and all of its problems. And as soon as you get down there, we need an opera house the way that we used to have. We need our own Carnegie Hall. 
We need a football team. We need. It doesn't make you a better fucking city. L.A. hasn't had a football team. And what are we looking at now, Fez? 18 years? Yeah, I think it is that long. And it's still a bigger and better city than the one that you're living in. You can't get around that. In terms of what to do, you're not going to beat them. But if you have a place uh, like Tampa, Florida, you get things that they don't have in other cities. You got sailing, you got boating, you got fucking crazy runaway chicks that come down there, start dancing at age 18. They get the hottest teddy dancers in the world. Why isn't that enough for them? You're dealing constantly with little fucking jacked up runaways down there. They're greedy. They're greedy. Because it all comes back to somebody else. Whatever. We'll do it. We're getting ready to tie this one up. What else is on your head today? Uh, they're uh, they're trying to build the world's largest clock in Mecca, and it'll go on top of the world's second largest building. And so, what the Saudi Arabians would really like, since they've gone to all the trouble of uh, building this clock, is for that to be the central time zone in the world to just replace the Greenwich Median Time, and everyone sets their clocks according to Mecca. So, I mean, if it's one of those things, if we still get that fall back in the autumn, I really have no problem with it. If we get set back an hour or two and you get extra time on a Sunday morning to go to Mecca time, it really doesn't seem like it's that big a deal. You came back here today, Fezzi, you had great energy. But your stories couldn't be nuttier. They couldn't be further away from what human beings are talking about. So you're saying you want the U.S. to change the Mecca time? They're going nuts in this fucking country because someone wants to put some kind of Muslim. It's not even a fucking church. It's just some community center two blocks from ground zero. You know how they're freaking out about that, right? Right, yeah. You think people in this country are ready to switch to Muslim time? Or do you only bring this up to have people yell at you? That's the new mystery. I know... It's got to be one of either A, you're not thinking, or B, you're so cunning in a Bobby Heenan way. Which are you betting, Hicks? I think he really wants Mecca time. How could he? And I don't where think is he even? Problem moving to Mecca time. I mean, it's not like you and I don't read the paper. Where the hell is this Mecca story? I didn't hear about this. Regular this people weren't talking about the Mecca story. I never heard about this giant Muslim clock. I'm going to tell you something. I think the weasel just knows I'm going to go in there, get under their skin, and then occasionally I'll, you know, fake a breakdown. I don't want people calling me weasel. It's probably short, baby. Why would the U.S. switch to Mecca time? What's in it for us, Fez? Well, I don't know if there's anything in it. It's just they would just set a new time standard for the entire world. Fuck you to Britain. Has anyone else ever brought this up? No, I've never heard about it before. And yet you, uh, and I remember the day that you were saying, let Iran have their nukes. And I'm like, you're just trying to say that to get people to yell shit at you. 
I think if we changed over to Mecca time, people would know. It would take a month before people even noticed anymore. Again, is there another American besides you talking about it? No, not that I've heard. Is there a even slim chance that this could even come up anywhere? Probably not. No. And you brought it up. Why? Um, I just I thought the the idea of a new time was interesting. And what time would it be here under the new time? I don't know. I don't know exactly what Mecca time is. I tried to read about it. Same time as right now, right? Because this is what time it is. Oh right, yeah. Um, Chris, you're on Fez. Hello? Yeah, what do you got? Yeah, I'll support uh, Fez's Mecca time if uh, he comes up with a dance like Hammer Time and posts it on YouTube. Can't touch this. Mecca time. Can't touch this. That is it for us. See you guys in here tomorrow for yet another of the Ron Fez shows. That's the Dubai show. Tuesday, Wednesday to Thursday with Harry, Mark, and John.